The Starfield gameplay leak seemingly won't stop, and the latest batch of leaks is the cause for much debate about the game. Some are immediately coming to the game's defense, saying, well, this is just another Bethesda game, while others are looking at the promises of Pete Hines, as well as the Starfield marketing, and they're calling foul. Just last week, when the leak footage emerged, I saw more good than bad. If you want to go watch that video, I highlighted all of the good things I saw in the leaked footage, even though... It was 40 minutes and kind of rough from a cell phone. But the latest info dump that we've got from leakers, it has been compiled and it works directly against my own expectations for this game. I've said time and time again that I would like to have a Star Trek experience in this game, exploring the far reaches of the galaxy and looking to build my ship and build on planets and just do whatever I want, right? That's the point of the game. The recent batch of leaks has me feeling that a lot of my concern just about how immersive this experience will be is something that is great. Now, I put all of the good information right here at the beginning of the video in an opening monologue, and then I discuss it with the live audience. If you like this kind of content, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button, so that way you don't miss my content. So the Starfield leaks continue to hit the internet in what I am dubbing the leakiest game ever to send out review codes. And to those who have been sent codes and are abiding by their NDAs, I salute you. It has to be uniquely frustrating to get a great opportunity to get early access to a game like this and to have so much of the game getting leaked before it comes out. With every day that passes, there is more and more information and more footage of this game coming out. But the information coming out is too concerning to ignore, and since it is all accessible to the public, this coverage, I feel, is justified. None of these leaks will touch on story spoilers. These are purely gameplay details about various things. The first thing I want to walk through, it really highlights what is causing a lot of the debate. You may have heard about invisible walls or invisible boundaries, these tiles, everybody's talking about tiles, and other details. Now, at first, it's a bit confusing, so I'm going to try my best to make sense of it because it's awkward the way that the game is actually utilizing some of its technology. While it's incredibly creative, it's difficult to really grapple with, and once you experience it in the game, it might not even really make sense. So I'm going to try to make sense of some of this. Second, I want to talk about both why this doesn't matter. I don't think this will matter to many players. It currently doesn't matter to anybody who's been celebrating this game in advance of it. Nothing seems to cause them any waver of hope and excitement about this game, but I do think this does matter to players like myself and others who were looking for a very particular type of an experience from a game that boasted so much freedom. The details coming out touch on the fundamentals of exploration and immersion, and in light of statements made by Pete Hines and Todd Howard, many fans are rightly calling foul, or at the very least, asking questions. Now lastly, speaking of questions, I have a lot of questions to ask given the new information that we have. I have questions about 30 FPS, the Series S, whether or not Sony dodged another bullet. Now, before I get into all of this, I want to stress this, okay? This is not the video that I wanted to make. After last week's leaked footage, I was really hoping that the impending leaks and sneak peeks would be more exciting. A lot of the reasons I was anticipating this game are now weakened based on what we have recently learned. Keep in mind, I defended this game when folks were comparing it to No Man's Sky, and they were really upset about the fact that you can't land on a planet and take off from a planet. I said, listen, I don't need that, okay? That's not what this game is setting out to be. It's not a survival sim. It's a space exploration RPG. 
Well, the exploration aspect of the RPG is taking some hits in my estimation, so I saw this as an important thing to cover. I was actually hoping that the lead-up to the game coming out, I would be able to be a little bit more positive. Now, the review roundup that I plan on doing the day before everybody can play, I'm hoping to be able to give you all of that info and say, hey, this is what everybody is saying, this is how the game has been broken down but the more I've learned about this game the more I have grown concerned so what details have emerged that's what we're going to talk about first so the details coming out are a bit confusing I'm going to try to explain this in a way that makes sense why some of us are disappointed because I don't think some people fully are grappling with what is going on they saw one clip and they're like I don't understand why anybody would run in the same direction for 10 minutes okay that clip was just the tip of the iceberg all right I want to walk through how the invisible barriers work how the invisible boundaries work along with how the tiles work with what you may be hearing about that like when you land on a planet, there's a tile that gets created, okay? I also want to talk about, maybe just very briefly, we've heard some feedback on flying as well as the NPC. So first, the invisible boundaries or the invisible barriers. You may have seen the clip floating around of the guy. He's running in the same direction for 10 minutes, and then all of a sudden, he's alerted that he can go no further. Now, a pop-up simply reads, boundary reached, open the map to explore another region or return to your ship. So it's not a it's not a wall or a loading door. It's literally saying you can't go to the next area. It doesn't really exist, and I'll get to that in a moment. So it's basically the end of the tile that it created. Now, my initial reaction to this was like, well, that's not that big of a deal. Okay, number one, who's going to run in a straight line for 10 minutes? But I was also working on the assumption that I would be able to load into that next section of the map. It was just sort of a limitation on how big they could build some of these areas. Now, as far as running in the same direction for 10 minutes, it's actually sizable if you think about I did a little bit of research, apparently if you completely flattened out the terrain in Skyrim and ran from one side to the other, it would take about 10 to 12 minutes, and Fallout 4, in similar fashion reports indicating that if you run from one side to the other, it takes about 10 minutes so That's actually pretty big, okay? So that's actually not the problem here. I think a lot of people are focusing on that. They're like, well, who's going to do that? Who really wanted to run all the way around the planet? Okay, it's like, that's not that big of a deal, right? I mean, if if I'm not doing that, then I'm going to have a perfectly good time. Now, I want you to imagine the way that this works, though, is not building a planet. It's building a tile for you to play on and that tile is seemingly temporary. So imagine you come down to the planet and it procedurally generates a giant space. We'll call this tile A. And there's four sides around tile A. There's B, C, D, and E. So you can imagine as you would go out into those tiles, it would slowly be creating sort of a seamless planet, but you have to go through like a loading screen to get to those tiles, right? It wouldn't be a seamless experience, but it would be a seamless planet. So if I'm coming down a mountainside and I load into tile B, I could turn around and then seem and, and see that mountain, right? It seems logical given that Pete Hines answered a question about, hey, can we explore the whole entire planet? And he's like, yeah, if you want, if you want to do that, okay? The reality is, no, you cannot. That's not how the tiles work. The tiles are not connected at all. 
They simply generate a new random tile for you to explore. This has been corroborated by multiple people. One person landed as close to a city as possible and simply couldn't see the city. It was nowhere in sight. And if you even think about the way the boundary alert pops up, it doesn't say, do you want to go to the next area? It says you can either go to the map to go somewhere else or just go to your ship. It doesn't even give you the option of like, oh, hey, I'm looking over there. I want to go over there. It doesn't even give you the option to do that. So the guy that got as close to the city without actually clicking on it, like he went on the map and got as close to the city as he could and he went as high as he could and he did a 360. There's, there is no city in the distance because it's purely a randomly generated tile connected to nothing. It's not connected to anything. The area around you isn't real. It's, it's purely a part of the random generated space that it created for you to go down and explore. So the reality is there's no such thing as a quote whole planet. Telling people that it could explore the whole planet, there is no whole planet because nothing is actually connected. These are tiles that are generated based on the rules of the planet, right? Now, according to Tom Henderson, it would actually erase your your landing zones, subsequently those tiles, after you've landed so many times. So yes, you've heard that correctly. That was corroborated and proven just this morning. I saw footage of a guy he had five landing zones and he makes another one and the first one just disappears it didn't warn him there was no pop-up it just disappears so i asked tom is this per planet or is this just in general tom henderson wasn't sure people that have have their hands on the game are indicating that it is per planet so my concern was once you get to so many planets you're just going to go back to older planets and none of your landing zones are going to be there none of your tiles are going to be there so basically if you landed too many times you would just you know past things that you had done and found would disappear now that's not how it works then there's the consideration of outposts like what about my outposts but what about discoveries okay i'll get to all that in just a minute the issue with randomly generating these areas is not just that they're random but that they don't actually seem to persist if you go to too many places the original landing zones disappear all right i cannot stress this enough the me- this means that the idea of the planet it doesn't really exist there's a design palette there's plant life details animal details and it just generates a tile for you to explore it's actually impressive technologically especially when you see some of the areas in the game that you can explore again if they were connected i would be totally fine with this this wouldn't bother me i would say oh they're interconnected you just have to kind of have a bit of a loading screen Okay. Now, as I said, I added some context. It takes about 10 to 12 minutes to run all the way across Skyrim or Fallout 4 if, like, nothing gets in your way. Because the footage you've seen of the guy running, like, nothing gets in his way. It's a very barren, very empty planet. That's not alarming either. They warned us about that. There are, you know, obviously planets like the one that you just saw. There's mountains, there's structures, there's all sorts of things that would get in your way. The test that was done was done on a very barren planet, I think, intentionally. Like, we know there are going to be barren planets that primarily exist for resources i've never had a problem with that all right so these are likely very big areas but we have to consider something let's imagine that you land on a planet and you get a side quest and you take that side quest and you traverse an area unknowingly you're getting very close to the edge of that tile 
okay? And then you want to explore. Maybe you see something off in the distance and you want to go check it out. Well, one leaker described it as always knowing that your desk or the wall is there when you're doing a VR game, right? It's in the back of your mind. You have to be careful not to go too far. He essentially said that he was having a great time with the game, but as you travel on these planets and as you see these distant areas, there's always that lingering question of, have I gone too far? Will I truly be able to go there? It's sort of in the back of your mind as you traverse, as you explore, and as you quest. There's sort of a Truman Show wall out there waiting for you. And it's not even a loading screen for the next area. It's just the end of the tile that you are currently on. Now consider this. This means the whole land anywhere on the planet that's kind of a ruse it it doesn't matter nothing's connected it does not make a difference if you land right next to a city or on the other side of the planet because it's just a random tile that is not geographically connected to anything okay that's the issue here it's like well do you want to land next to the city what difference does it make I, i can't do anything with that location in any special way i can't see the city i can't walk to the city i can't build a build an outpost be like oh i want the outpost close to the city you know it's kind of nice out there in my you know in my skyline i can kind of see it no it's you're just on a random tile it's just going to generate another random tile if you leave that one so whether or not you land right next to the city or all the way on the back side of the planet it's not actually attached to anything now i went from shrugging at invisible barriers and invisible boundaries to realizing just how detrimental this will be to play sessions and the sense of exploration, but it gets worse. The, this Just this morning when the footage was released about the landing zones disappearing, this sort of confirmed one of my fears. He places that next landing zone and there's no warning, there's no pop-up. His first landing zone just disappears. He has to actually go back to the map before he even realizes that it's happened. It's like, oh wow, one of my landing zones is gone. Now logic would dictate, given everything we know up to now, that that tile is gone. Like, if you can recreate the tile in the same location, it would likely be a whole new tile. That that has not been confirmed yet, okay? But I'm just applying basic logic. Well, why is this logical? Well, because if the tiles are not connected, the game's not referencing tile A when creating tile B, right? Like, let's say you get to the end of tile A and you're coming down a mountainside and then you generate tile B, like, right next to it on, like, on the map, on the globe or whatever. You're not going to turn around and see that mountain range. They're not connected. When it makes tile B, it does not consider tile A in its purview of, like, oh, we need to make sure that's sort of out there in the horizon. When you're going from tile A to tile B, it doesn't create it based on what you saw. It just creates a random environment. So if the fact that it's not doing that, that means that tile A is disposable. It's not a reference point. It's not a real area. It's not like, oh, we need to make sure and maintain tile A for them to come back to. Once the landing zone is deleted, it stands to reason that it's not saving an infinite number of tiles because of the way these planets are being constructed. So if a tile was a set location and the video game knew it and knew what it looked like and knew what it was, well, then it would reference it when it creates new areas and then everything would be seamless it's not being saved it's not a static location so it would make recreating it after deletion the logical choice so again 
I just think it's logical to conclude that once a landing tile location is deleted, it's gone, right? If you land and you find uh, an NPC or an area and you're like, oh, I want to come back here later, if you make too many landing zones on the planet, that area is likely a distant memory. Now, what about outposts? I know people, that's the first thing they're going to think of. Well, wait, I'm supposed to be able to build outposts and go back to them, right? I don't think that's going to be something that gets deleted. Okay, that wouldn't make any sense. They don't really establish the limit on how many outposts you can make, but I imagine it's going to be like the nine ship limit that people found, right? You can have like nine ships in your fleet. I'm imagining you're going to be able to have a certain number of outposts. According to Games Radar, outposts can be built almost anywhere on any planet and can be both a base to live in. If you're living in it, it refers to your it as your like your current outpost or just that you can have production facilities, a crew for your place to be there, extractors, harvesting resources, etc. So, there must be some method of saving the locations and the tiles that have your outposts. The reason I think this is because the outpost has to be saved as a landing zone. Like, how else would you find it, right? It's not like you're going to put an outpost on a planet and then the landing zone disappears and they're like, well, hopefully you can find it again, right? Unless it becomes, I think, almost like a point of interest on the planet and then maybe it recreates that tile every time and your outpost sort of lands. I don't think that's how it's going to work. At first, I was kind of theorizing in my head. I was like, well, maybe the way that you build the outpost is very similar to how you build your ship and when you quote-unquote land, your ship is just sort of there and the outpost would be the same. I don't think that's the case because I've seen screenshots of outposts like on mountaintops, on like the edge of cliffs and losing that would be pretty harmful to the experience like if you really take the time to choose a like a prime piece of real estate to build your outpost on and then the next time you come back you're just in some flat barren field you'd be pretty disappointed you'd be like man i really took the time to climb that mountain and 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 get a really nice spot so i imagine starfield will save a certain number of tiles specifically for your outposts and their surrounding I would imagine would stay static because it'd be incredibly immersion breaking if you suddenly went back and it was a different environment alright now I've not even touched on what folks are saying about flying and the NPCs I'm just going to give you a quick summary that's not the focal point of this video the, 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 the primary problem people are having is the invisible boundaries and the fact that the tiles are not connected alright For now, we're hearing that the leakers are enjoying the game. That's something that needs to be stressed. I should have stressed that earlier in the video. The guys leaking this information on Reddit are having a good time. They're enjoying the game. They're simply exposing elements of the game that maybe they were not expecting or are finding disappointing, but they are enjoying their time with it. These are guys that are fans of the game, fans of Bethesda, and I think some of these situations with the planets were not expected, right? I don't think people necessarily expected it to just randomly generate an entire planet it all at once even though that's what no man's sky does this is a much more demanding game i think the method of it and the fact that they're not interconnected is what's disappointing some of these guys that have their hands on the game right now i actually hope the feedback on the game changes because right now they're saying there's virtually no reason to fly there's not a lot of activities there's not a lot of things going on well we know just from these highlights here that there is in fact things to do out in space when you're flying hijacking other ships you know things like that so i would imagine that maybe happens the further you get in the game that's a huge aspect of like what i wanted to do in the game i want to be captain picard i want to have a ship i want to build the starship enterprise so I guess maybe earlier in the game that's not really a focus.
focal point because people are saying it's a very, very small percentage of your time. You really don't need to. It does sound like there's a lot of fast traveling happening and not a lot of flying around, right? I hope that's an early game thing. We're also hearing that the NPCs and the AI is really, they're just really stupid. That's a concern, right? I mean, we've seen that before in Bethesda games. We know that if there's memory constraints on a system, that can really limit AI. So again, I hope that's just an early game thing. Maybe the further you get in the game, the AI gets more sophisticated and more intelligent. You know, we're also hearing the shooting feels very much like a Bethesda game. It's very Bethesda in its experience. That was kind of a concern that I had. The shooting in Fallout 4 is not exactly notable, okay? So, before I get to talking about why this does not matter for a lot of people, but it does matter for a lot of other people as well. It's kind of split down the middle. Before I get to that, we need to ask the most important question. The bigger question is, did Bethesda lie? Okay, first, there's a clip floating around of somebody. They're they're taking a quote from Todd during the Starfield Direct. And if you go to the Starfield Direct and you go to the three-minute mark, he says the following. He says, we love exploration and rewarding it, but... You do explore differently in this game given its scale. That usually involves exploring an area you've landed in. You can collect resources, do a mission, and maybe even stumble upon something unexpected. First and foremost, this is extremely generic. I, 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 it's, it's great that he kind of said, hey, you're going to explore differently in this game because of the scale, because of the size of the game. But he doesn't say anything rigid. He also says usually. He says usually that involves exploring an area that you've landed in. Well... I would imagine that, yes, usually or typically, I'm going to explore an area where I land. He didn't give any indication that you were going to explore an area that you land in, and then it's not connected to anything else on the planet. It's just a random square that has no geographical relationship to anything else on the planet. Todd clearly was hinting that exploration would be different given the game's scale, but claiming that he made it clear in this section that this is how it was going to work, you're just being dishonest, okay? You're not representing what he said or what the game is doing very honestly. In part because at another point in the Starfield Direct, lead technical producer Jean-Francois Levique, I think I'm saying that correctly, He said the following, okay? So this is a lead technical producer, and he said, what's cool about this whole system that we generate the planet itself as procedural content. Our system builds a planet as the player approaches it. We stitch together a block of terrain. So you kind of get a glimpse at what he was talking about, but he also said they build a planet before the player approaches it. Like, that sounds like you've built the planet, So when I get there, it's ready for me to explore it. Pete Hines says, I can explore the whole entire planet. So the first sentence makes it sound like I'm not just going to be experiencing a piece of it in sort of an isolated way. The planet's there waiting for me. He did say that they stitched together a block of terrain. But again, that's not unexpected in a game doing procedural generation. It's like, yeah, you're going to create a block of terrain for me to explore and experience. And again, I would be okay if this block was connected to the one right next to it. Much of the direct and and the Starfield showcase stress things like, quote, it's a giant open world for the player to do what they want. And then they said that, quote, a lot of our games are about exploration. And that's the ultimate exploration. What's out there? What's past Earth? Todd himself said, you can land and explore anywhere on the planet. 
but nothing is geographically related or connected like not even to the cities themselves so landing anywhere is nonsensical i'm not landing anywhere it it has no relationship to any larger whole right you if if, if i'm on a planet there has to be a relationship to the area i'm landing on to the whole planet itself it's not just a randomly generated square I point this out because there's two camps forming about this. There are folks that say, this does not matter at all. This is what they expected, which is hilarious. There's no way you expected this. Nobody saw this coming. Nobody thought that the planets were going to have literally zero continuity between the areas that you explored. I don't think anybody anticipated that. I think we knew it was going to be procedurally generated, but we didn't quite understand how it was going to work. So, There are folks that say this does matter. So first, I want to entertain the question of why does this not matter, okay? There are people hand-waving this. They're claiming that they expected just another Bethesda game. They never expected to walk around an entire planet, right? I think the dialogue has shifted rather quickly from this is going to be a generation-defining game to, well, it's just another Bethesda game, and I'm fine with that. I do think there's going to be a large swath of players who never encounter or care about any of this, okay? That's a fact. At one level, this doesn't matter. Can we be honest about that? Like, we're super dialed in. We're super tuned in. We play in a hardcore fashion. Guys on Reddit were probably looking forward to, like, scoping out every square inch of a planet, and they're like, I can't do that. The planet doesn't actually exist, right? They're disappointed. But I think we have to be honest about the fact that A lot of people are never, ever going to encounter these problems. They're going to play the game very linearly. They're just going to land, do some stuff, leave, and just continue to do that until the end of the story. And that's fine for them. But given the fact that Pete Hines recently said the game doesn't really start until after the story, if I'm meant to truly embrace exploration and discovery, the mechanisms in the game are putting quite a damper on the immersive level of the experience. So let's talk about why this does matter, okay? This goes back to what I've been saying over and over again. The expectations surrounding this game are simply too high, and some of that's not on Bethesda. It's not their job to save the Xbox brand, okay? But a lot of this falls squarely on Bethesda. The way this game was marketed is firmly coming back to bite them. I would have been totally fine with loading screens to maintain the size and the scope of the planets and having, like, a loading screen in between each section. Skyrim and Fallout 4-sized areas and just sort of daisy-chaining them, I would have been completely fine fine with that, right? No Man's Sky is a technical marvel, but it also doesn't have the RPG depth that Starfield does. I think people need to remember that. People keep keep running the No Man's Sky and it's like No Man's Sky is not the same game. It's a technical marvel, it's incredible. I've got things I'm going to talk about it in just a second about the PSVR2 experience, but I think the dilemma for me personally is what I was wanting to do in this game. I wanted the Star Trek RPG experience. Exploration and immersion are central for that to take place. I feel both exploration and immersion have taken a hit. Imagine these leaks never happened, and I just started exploring and doing what I do in No Man's Sky. I'm looking for a good spot for an outpost. I'm looking for new discoveries and new animals and plant life. I'm just wandering everywhere. I played just last night in No Man's Sky and I walked for a very, very long time for one of the very first things that they have you do. It took me a long time to get to the location and it's a really great experience because it's just this big open area. Maybe I might see in this game a really cool mountain ridge or a dense area with lots of mountain peaks. If it's outside my current tile, then it doesn't exist. 
I can't go there, right? If it's too far away, it simply isn't really there. I cannot be alone in this. As the marketing stress, this giant open world with exploration at its heart, the goalpost shifting on how this game was marketed is just truly remarkable. The idea that everybody defending it right now, like they already expected that this is how it's going to work, right? Is, is none of this surprising? None of this is surprising to you. None of this is even a little disappointing. Not even a little bit paradigm shifting like, oh, I didn't think it was going to work that way. I kind of thought it was going to actually be an open world game where I could kind of go anywhere I wanted. The fact that you're not even remotely bothered by this, I find peculiar. What's even more peculiar is the long list of questions that have now cropped up in my mind, right? So let's talk about that to sort of end my monologue. I've already seen the dialogue surfing that much of this happening in the game sounds like memory constraints. I have had people in the know tell me that memory constraints can cause issues with AI systems, right? And it certainly seems as though this game was built in a sort of limited and constrained way. I can't help but turn and look at the Series S and wonder if it didn't play a role here. Halo Infinite dropped split screen after promising it. Baldur's Gate 3 is coming without split screen on the Series S. Forza Motorsports launching without split screen. It's missing features. It's launching without certain tracks. And that's after the game was delayed. The Lord of the Rings game, The Minds of Moria, it's coming to Xbox later. That's not a timed exclusive. It is in spirit, but it's not been paid for. It's just taking longer to to bring that game to Xbox and now Starfield's launching in a way that many of us did not expect it feels like a very traceable pattern is emerging and I'll say this I said the same thing after Redfall if the acquisition by Microsoft and the Xbox Series S played a role we will find out in the wake of Redfall I said there would be an autopsy from Jason Schreier and we got one we found out all about that game and it wasn't really Microsoft's fault they didn't even want to build the game but this is a different scenario we know that Microsoft was heavily involved from moment one Phil Spencer himself said they got involved very early well why do you think that is why would Xbox engineers get involved extremely early in the life of Starfield's development maybe for the same reasons that Xbox engineers had to try to help Baldur's Gate 3 the constraints of the Series S were coming home to roost just a theory But if that's what happened, we'll find out about it. Given the size of this game and the staff that worked on it, I expect a very similar tell-all if this was beyond Bethesda's control and the real reason for the Xbox engineers showing up was the Series S. Again, I can't help but look at the Series S in light of everything that's been happening recently. But the second question I have, given how constrained the nature of all these areas are that we'll be exploring... Why is this game capped at 30 FPS on the Series X? I've not seen graphics or environments that seem that demanding. And if the space is always contained, why can't I get 60 FPS on my Series X? And the big question many people are asking, beyond that, beyond 60 FPS, beyond 30 FPS on the Series S, did Sony dodge another bullet? It happened with Redfall. That thing might have ended up on PlayStation. If PlayStation wouldn't have canned the thing, they might have taken a look at it and said, no way, especially if Bungie got a look at it. Bungie, you know, basically delayed factions too by saying this thing's not built to last. Redfall was barely built to run. Given everything we're seeing and hearing, 
I don't really see Sony taking an interest in this game. Unless it was purely strategic, maybe when Sony was navigating and trying to get time exclusivity on this game, they just didn't want Xbox to have it. I, you know, I have a really, really hard time seeing PlayStation fans accepting this game. Many PlayStation fans have been critical of Final Fantasy 16's performance mode. They are rigidly critical of games that don't achieve 60 FPS or at least maintain good quality. It seems like a lot more in this game is far more reaching than what happens when I'm exploring in Final Fantasy 16 and the, th- the frames drop into the 30s and 40s. No matter how I shake this, I'm disappointed. I hope the rest of the game can make up for it, but if the NPCs aren't too bright, if the shooting in the combat feels very Bethesda, as the few leakers have described it, if flying is not that important or really required, I'm not sure what will be left for me to do in Starfield. For a game that promised me the stars and limitless potential, I'm seeing an awful lot of limitations around every corner. And if some of this stacks high enough, it won't be the only invisible boundary that I encounter. So let me give you my thoughts and my conclusions. This is one of my longest show opens ever. Listen, I feel like I'm going through the stages of acceptance to a certain extent. Like when I first saw the news about the invisible boundaries, I said, okay, that's not terrible in practice. It really goes against the vibe of, and the feel of the marketing, but at least I was like, hey, it'll still be a really big and awesome game to explore. But as I peeled back the layers of this onion, the situation just got worse. And remember, I have defended, and I still to this day defend, we don't need to be landing and taking off from planets. But now we see why you're not doing that. We're we're getting a glimpse into just why you are not landing and taking off from a planet. Because the planet doesn't exist. It's just a big ball. It's got a rule set for aesthetics and plant life and animal life. It doesn't geographically exist. Even after you land on it, it doesn't geographically exist. It's just a bunch of random tiles that disappear if you make too many landing zones. The second thing I want to say is... I absolutely hate to say it, but I tried No Man's Sky because of the latest PSVR 2 update. And I was like, let's see what everybody's talking about. I've already tried No Man's Sky on the VR, on the PSVR 2, and I thought it was great. So I was like, okay, let me let me take this. Let me check, take this for a spin. And when I took off from a planet and I turned around, it was breathtaking. The, the, the size and the scope of the space around me and, and the size and the scope of the planet that I was just on beneath me, it was stunning. And I did this on the eve of Starfield on purpose. If an older game with a very small team of people can capture space exploration in such a fantastic way, then surely Bethesda can. If I accept that, well, this is just how the game works and I give it a fair shot, can it capture and deliver what I wanted. That will be determined later this week. My conclusion is this. This is not the video I wanted to make this week. This is not the monologue I wanted to write. I didn't enjoy writing this. That's why I was so wordy. I wanted to be exhaustive to really establish to people like, this is not how I thought this game was going to work. I don't think anybody expected it to work in this way. Last week when the leaked footage dropped, I saw more positive than negative. And I thought, hey, more leaks are going to come out. It's going to be exciting. I'm going to be really, really stoked to jump into the scope and the breadth of this game. But it just feels like the man behind the curtain has kind of tripped and stumbled out. And this isn't hate. I'm, I, this is genuine disappointment. I've been looking forward to Starfield for a very long time. I've covered this game more than any other game in the past two years. 
The only silver lining about all this is the leaks have lowered my expectations, and that may actually allow the game to have a better shot at blowing me away. I really hope to get a video out in the coming weeks that says, listen, the game delivered, okay? All that stuff we talked about, it doesn't matter. It's a great game. This is a special Skyrim-level moment for Bethesda. I've continued to say that Starfield can be another Skyrim moment for them. All this time, I've really believed that they could deliver that game. And for my sake and everybody else's, I really hope that they do. And that's the show open. That was so much to comb through. That's a really, really, really long show open. I am seriously curious where you guys land on this. There's two camps. There's the camp of people that are like, this doesn't matter at all. I just, this is another Bethesda game. This is what I expected. And then other people are like, I did not at all think it was going to be like this, right? My main issue, I'm going to stress this so many times today, my main issue is not the procedural generation. My main issue is not loading screens or or boundaries or barriers. My main issue is the planets don't exist. They're not connected. I'm not actually exploring. I'm just, it's like a holodeck from Star Trek. You go down, you get a square, and then that's it. And if you load another square, it has no relationship to the previous square. It doesn't even have relationship to the points of interest on the planet like cities it that to me that's the that's the central problem that i have with this let me check fan funding you guys have already pressed the like button 300 times there are 1600 people here good lord that's a lot of people thank you guys so much for supporting the channel and let's get the let's get the sub goal started we have a massive massive stretch goal that you guys can hit Pierce Taylor did a $2 tip during the show open. Famous Frosty renewed for 19 months. What are you most excited for when it releases? Hope you're doing well. I'm still really excited about building the ship. I really am. I still am really excited about that. That's still one thing I'm holding on to. I'm like, okay, can I still build the Starship Enterprise? But then we're hearing that there's not really a reason to be in your ship all that much. And I'm like, really? Come on. DK Bagger with the first gifted member of the day. And my man Whiskey Neat with a $2 super chat tip. Thank you guys so much for starting the day right. Patrick with a $5 super chat. Sup, Lono? With all the info, uh, planets not real, tiles, etc., perfectly explains why they don't have vehicles. You'd reach the boundary in two minutes. Well, this exp- it does. Like I that was that was ad lib in the show open when I was like. Now we know why you don't land and take off from the planet. It's not there. That's why. There's a reason you don't land on the planet and take off from it. It doesn't exist. It's not there. It's just a ball. And then all that ball says is generate a square with these plants and this geographic uh, aesthetic. That's it. Five gifted members from Sci-Fireman and one from Cyber. M, thank you guys so much for doing that. We have a huge stretch goal. If you guys hit the stretch goal of 5,000 members, I have to play Gollum, and every time I complain, I have to gift a member, okay? Hex gifts a member. Shiny Red Flag gifts a member. We got a gifted member train going on right now. Hop on. You guys are bringing the heat already. Um, okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, my producer is telling me we had people trying to be nasty, so he had to get rid of some folks. Uh, we welcome disagreement. That is that we never ban people for disagreeing. I've been disagreed with time and time again. We've had some great disagreements lately. Just 
sub to the channel so you can talk in the chat. We want to hear from you. I want to hear from the people that are like, this is no big deal at all. I really want to hear from them the most. Because I want to know, like, did you expect this? Another gifted member from Patrick. Already 10 members on the day. Just like that. So, so fast. And Ice Queen Gaming with four months of membership. Welcome back. Two spot from Filton. No Man's Sky, the standard of open world. Watch out GTA 6. I never liked Bethesda games, the art style, the non-emotional and dead facial expressions, the graphics, the lack of quality. Doom seems to be the quality game, uh, the only quality game from them. I've always enjoyed my time in Bethesda games. I loved Skyrim. I played through it a couple of times. I played through Fallout 4. I played through Fallout 4's DLC, Far Harbor. I liked those games. I, I was not expecting the world construction of the planets to be basically an illusion. Hex with 21 months. Great show open. Was going to get Game Pass to try out Starfield, but this whole tile thing has discouraged me. Ragnarok with a gifted member. Stone Spire with a gifted member taking us to 12 already today. You guys are the absolute best. Thank you so much. And then 19 months from human type person. It's a VIP membership. What happens if you build an outpost on every tile possible to try to make more? Does it delete the outpost or stop you from making another? Uh, The theory right now, human type person, okay, is there's a limit on how many outposts you can make and that's reasonable i did not expect to make like 100 outposts i always assumed you'd get to around five or ten and they'd be like okay you don't need any more right because my the, the the logic i'm applying is the game cannot infinitely save the tiles that's what we're learning we're learning from this that it cannot infinitely save tiles that's why your landing zones disappear after so many okay they can give you like four or five per planet when you exceed that they start disappearing javier Cotto dropping a 10 gifted member bomb thank you so much javier he takes us all the way to 22 this man every day bringing the heat thank you so so much javier a two spot from severin evans i reserve my judgment for now unexpected though thank you severin evans that's my main question to people listen i am willing to admit that once i start playing this won't matter but it's so hard for me to say that it's like dude i that the planets aren't really there like i i let let's say i find a planet that i really like because people like do you really want to walk around every planet no but maybe one don't you think that maybe one planet one goldilocks planet that you think is really dope and you're like i really want to explore this planet I want to find everything there is to find. Quintar with five gifted members, and he bumps the line and is the agent of chaos and takes us to 27. There's not a single planet that you're going to take that level of interest in that you're really going to want to explore. You're not going to at all be bummed out that, like, you deep down know you're like, well, the planet doesn't really exist. If I go to another tile, it's not connected to this tile. I cannot explore this entire planet. There is no entire planet. There's a system that generates tiles. That doesn't bum you out at all? Again, think about it. One or two planets out of a thousand that you really take an interest in. Javier Cotto with another five spot and bumps us to 32. Thank you so much, Javier. And Ragnarok with a $5 super chat. I expected a loading screen between the tiles like hard rendered cells, but not a hard travel between them. Still going to play the F out of it. Thank you, Ragnarok. So... I think that's the main takeaway here is I do think people can still enjoy this game, but it's like, this is not what I expected. I think that's okay to say. I think that's fair to say. 
I'm not saying the game's going to be trash. I'm saying, man, that's really disappointing. I, if I find a Goldilocks planet and I want to build on it, there is no real exploration. What, I just keep regenerating tiles until I get a cool one? Like, I don't know. V-Game Veteran upgraded to VIP+. Plus. That is so kind. If you guys ever want to upgrade to a member plus or a VIP, that takes you out of the gifted member pool, and we really appreciate you doing that. Make room for the people that cannot afford a membership. We have a very generous community here. Madara with 13 months in a VIP. Generation 9 of gaming continues to disappoint if this is true. Besides loading times, when are these consoles going to start pushing the limits? Lono, please check this out. The planet is connected, just not the POIs. What do you mean? No. No, no. It's been corroborated by people with videos and clips, hands on the game. The, the, the tiles are not connected. That has been confirmed by two different people. I, trust me, I looked into this because I said the same thing. I was like, there's no way that's how it works. Come on, that's not how it works. I thought the same thing. I was in denial. I was like, no. There's, come on. There's no way. I've seen the proof. The tiles aren't connected. Belanjoud Gaming with 11 months and it's a member plus. Great show opening. Lowered my expectations a smidge, but still looking forward to the game. Thank you. It sounds to me like failed expectations, not necessarily an indication of a bad game. That's exactly what I'm indicating. I'm not indicating that the game is bad. I'm saying this is not what I expected. If you look at the marketing, if you look at the phrasing, even if you look at when they explain the technology, I this is not what I expected at all. RTB Gaming Channel. First time you try to explore something in the distance, you get walled and it will discourage you to explore far out again. That's what the one guy said. He said it's kind of like knowing that your desk or your wall is there when you're doing VR. He's like, he's like, you, you just always sense that like, well, maybe I can't go over there. There's always that fear of you, you can't go over there. They said it in the showcase, literally stay near your ship. They never said anything in the showcases that indicated you would not be able to explore the whole planet. Pete Hines said you can explore the whole planet. There is no whole planet. That's the point that everybody's missing. It's just tiles that get generated and they're not connected. I think about the size of the area you can run across 10 minutes, even a planet as small as Pluto would thus be gigantic in gaming terms. That's not possible. Right, and I'm fine with that. I don't care if you have to load the tiles. That doesn't bother me at all. It takes 10 minutes to run across Skyrim. It takes 10 minutes to run across Fallout 4. If you're giving me tiles of that size, that's not my concern. I'm like, that's plenty large enough to have a great experience. I'm talking about when you really want to explore a planet, there is no such thing. I think people are missing that element. I think most players will never encounter this as a problem. They just won't. They're just going to play linearly, and they'll never notice the fact that, like, oh, yeah, I got to the edge there, and I couldn't go over to some area that I wanted to go to. They're just not going to do it. Ragnarok with a $5 super chat. I wonder if building in a cell makes it permanent. I would imagine that building in a cell makes it permanent, but I would also imagine you're only going to be able to build so many outposts, right? You can only have like nine ships. That's a ton of ships, by the way. I don't think that's a problem. I don't think nine ships is a problem, but I would imagine they would limit your outpost count. You can't have like a hundred outposts. Tiles to cover a small planet would mean tens of thousands of tiles.
I understand technologically why they have to do this. But coming from No Man's Sky, I'm kind of like, huh? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that they're the same game at all. They're totally different. I think a lot of the comparisons to No Man's Sky have been very unfair. They've been very unfair. They're different games with different goals, okay? And that's totally fine. But I look at No Man's Sky and I'm like, wait wait a minute though. Like, y'all went with procedural generation and you said, hey, you can explore the whole planet. And upon further discovering information, that's not actually true. There is no whole planet don't you see like that to me is like well wait a minute you you set expectations that that was a thing we could do do i need to do that with every planet no do i want to do that with maybe one like a goldilocks planet yeah maybe especially if i'm looking for a really dope spot to build i've seen some amazing shots of this game where people have built like right on a cliffside you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to look for prime real estate. Hang on, I got some people to thank. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, DP Sage with 21 months and a VIP. Keep up the good work, brother. Thank you so much. Uh, and then I have to thank YouTube Lurker for a $5 super chat tip. Can we admit this takes away from replay value? Bethesda has managed to turn their epic space exploration game into Diablo Greater Rift system. I, I'm going to say yes and no to that, alright? I'm going to say yes and no. Because I saw somebody... On, on you know Twitter, they were kind of attempting to spin this a little bit. And they were like, this is going to be the premier single-player RPG experience because nobody's going to have the same experience. And I was like, I kind of eye-rolled because I was like, well, now hang on a minute. But then I also thought, well, no, there is some truth to that. There is some truth to the fact that every discovery is my own. It just isn't tethered to anything is the issue. I actually think replay value for some people will be incredibly high because they're going to be like, listen, the next time around, none of this is going to look like this. The only issue with that is, is you can kind of have that experience in your main playthrough because you just make a new tile, right? You just make a new tile on the planet and it's all new. (laughs) It's randomly generated. I just saw images showing the city off in the distance fake outrage either the game is good or bad who in their right mind cares about any of this dumb drama that's such a false dichotomy that's a false binary games are not good or bad games exist on a spectrum this could be a good game with elements that are disappointing have you ever played a game that you really liked and you were critical of things have you ever played a game and were like I really like this game but I really don't like this decision that they made I really don't like that mission or I really don't like what they did to that character it's a false binary to be like this is just a bunch of fake outrage the game's either good or bad what? no I've played plenty of games that I think this is a really good game but I really wish they wouldn't have done this one thing as far as I can tell Jedi Survivor is a good game okay but it's glitchy as heck and I can't play it right? I'm very critical of how it runs. Final Fantasy 16 is a great game. I'm really enjoying it. I'm very critical of their performance mode. I get very frustrated when I go from combat to exploration. So, Final Fantasy 16 isn't either good or bad. It's No, it's a good game, but I have issues with how they implemented performance mode. And I'm critical of it. And I'm a little irritated we haven't gotten a patch yet. 
I'm a little irritated. We don't have a patch to fix the issues in Jedi Survivor yet. As far as I could tell, good story, good voice acting, good ideas. And it runs like, it runs bad. It runs poorly. Uh, Thrifty with five months. I love the people who are hate watching. It's hilarious. Keep doing you, Lono. Get those hate subs and hit the like. Thank you, Thrifty. Eric Phillips with the $5 super chat tip. Lono, let me know if it's better than Fallout 4. Honestly, I don't have much faith in this game. Guys, this is probably the most viewers I've ever had for a non-event day. Like when we've covered events and game reveals in the past, we get really big viewership. 1,700 people here. Listen, if you've never been here before, I'm a safe-for-work broadcaster. I do a live show like this Monday through Friday. I will be playing the game. I'll be reviewing the game. I'll give you my thoughts on it. I will be playing it on both a Series X as well as a PC with a 2080 Ti trying to get... I really would prefer to play on PC so I can get 60 FPS. I'm going to do my best to give this game a fair shake. I feel like I've been giving it a fair shake from moment one. Even last week when the 40 minutes of leaked footage came out, I saw more good than bad. I was like, hey, there's a lot of good stuff here. The game's looking really good looks like it starts really well i did have concerns about the shallow fov and frames per second that maybe won't matter as much when i'm on pc so you know if you like the content hit the hit the subscribe button you can talk in my chat if people have told you i'm a starfield hater or an xbox hater hang out for 20 minutes and you probably will not get evidence of that like me being critical or concerned or worried about this and comparing the way the game executes exploration against the backdrop of their marketing and what they said i think it's totally fair i think people are absolutely grasping at straws to try to find like snippets of seconds from the direct to be like well they said this so they told us this is how it's going to be no they did not no they did not establish that's the way this game was going to work and again i've made allowances for the fact that i think a ton of people are going to play this game and they're never going to encounter the stuff that we're talking about they're never going to encounter it the image of the cities in the distance uh are from the direct yeah the actual people who have played the game have tried to land as close to the city as possible and the city is nowhere to be seen why because basically what happens is when you go to land the game like it's like a conveyor belt like grabs a plate and it's like all right here we go and it's like and it like generates a bunch of stuff and it's like here you go play on this here you go you you can you can play on this it doesn't matter where you select on the map. It doesn't matter. You can select this tile right next to a city or on the other side of the planet. It doesn't matter. The technology is impressive. The experience is, I think, going to feel odd sometimes because you're going to say, oh, I'm really close to the city. Let me head over in that direction. Th- there's no city there. You're, you're on a tile with this surrounding area that isn't really truly there 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 could be instances where you look out in the distance and see like a mountain range and you're like i'm gonna go over there and you're gonna boom you're gonna hit that boundary that mountain range doesn't exist brother even when you hit the boundary it makes it clear that the, that the tiles aren't connected because it doesn't say do you want to go to the next area it says either go to the map to choose another landing zone or go back to your ship. Those are your two options. Like you you don't have the option to be like, "Oh, I just want to go to the next area." To me, 
I, I don't, I'm not the guy that works at the company. I don't know how the technology works. What I would have tried to have done is when it generates the next tile, it would generate it based on what you visually see, obviously, and also what's behind you and make them interrelated, make them connected. One of the reasons I don't think they did that is because I don't think they can generate an entire planet. I don't think they can generate an entire planet. So they, they you cannot have the seamless tile experience. Why? Well, you're going to run out of room. You're going to create five or six tiles and they're going to be like, you can't create anymore. These are, these are Fallout 4 Skyrim-sized tiles. They're massive. So I think they went for... If I'm Bethesda, if I'm trying to believe the best about them, what they probably said was, if we make these tiles the size of like Skyrim or Fallout, the average person ain't going to get to the barrier or the boundary. The lion's share of the player base is not going to try to find the entire planet. Now, there are Bethesda fans that will, and they're likely disappointed. Y'all know these people, okay? People got excited about collecting sandwiches for crying out loud. There are Bethesda fans that were likely looking forward to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to discover this entire planet, right? You're, you're going to run clean out of VRAM? Well, you wouldn't necessarily run out of VRAM if there were loading screens in between the tiles. You would likely run out of, would it be memory? I guess you could just store them on the hard drive. Because if you're loading them on a loading screen, it uh, that would probably be the only dilemma is that you, you just start running out of storage, which... I don't know with the series S storage. I don't know. I'm just thinking through like what would have caused them to say, yeah, we can't just keep creating new tiles. Cause if there's a thousand planets and some knucklehead over the next 10 years decides to discover every single square inch of every single planet, eventually you'd run out of save room. Would you not? I mean, I don't know. Again, we're, we're totally theorizing as to why they did it this way. I'm trying to think of like good reasons why they would. It's like, well, number one, there's technological constraints. Every engine, every game has technological constraints. That's just the nature of development. So being able to store literally like this entire planet, even if even if you just go back a second and just watch, just watch how big these planets are. So you get a look as he as he as he circles there that's just the city okay just that spot is the city so you got to think the entire surface area of that planet being savable is just insane so i understand technologically but again i kept thinking in the back of my mind when they were talking about this and i was looking at the trailers and looking at the gameplay and looking at the showcase and the direct and it was like man with procedural generation i let's see how this goes i i you know they, they pulled off a miracle in No Man's Sky, did they not? I'm not saying this game has to be No Man's Sky. It took the guy 40 minutes to run across the tile. No, that's not true. That guy came back later and said he was meandering, so he tested it, and he just ran in a straight line, and it took 10 minutes. The, 40, the whole 40-minute 40 thing, he came back and said, yeah, I was kind of wandering aimlessly and changing direction, later they went and said here's how long it takes to run from one corner to the other you can slow the footage down and watch it in real time not sped up and it's him literally sprinting for 10 minutes it's genuine it's not faked it's been double and triple checked like the first guy that talked about it he ended up coming back and he was like well yeah I was kind of meandering around now that is encouraging that playing organically 
It took him 40 minutes to hit a barrier. I played No Man's Sky last night for, I would think, about 45 minutes. And one of the first things it had me do was, it had me go way, way far away from where I was to find some pod or something. It took me a long time to get there. I think it was fifth. It was close to 2,000 meters is is how far it was. Because it tells you the distance, right? And I had my little tracker out. And I was tracking the signal or whatever. And I traveled a very, very long distance. I would assume that given the fact that they have to use invisible boundaries, that Bethesda's not going to send you on missions like that. You know? You, you find an NPC. He's like, I need your help. You got to go all the way out there. And you just run and run and run and run and run I I don't think that that's what they're going to do bro just wanted No Man's Sky 2 no you're not listening to me I'm clearly stating that in No Man's Sky I ran in a straight line for a very long time because the mission required it I don't think Starfield's going to do that I'm, I'm actually telling you that it's probably going to be okay. I'm being positive. Some of you guys really struggle. You're just emotionally unstable. Like, I'm literally saying, the first time the guy found the boundary, it took him 40 minutes because he was just playing organically. He was just meandering around, right? He was just wandering. That's good news to most people. Most people? They're not going to do that. They're not going to spend 40 minutes just combing over every nook and cranny and even if they do they still might not hit the barrier it depends on how many left and right turns they take right if they're you know if they're you know meandering around and they they might never not ever hit it my my concern was not necessarily there were boundaries go look at my initial tweet when this news initially hit over the weekend I didn't have time to fully research it I reacted to one clip and I said, this is totally fine in practice. It just sort of goes against what they marketed. They marketed a game with open world massive freedom and invisible barriers kind of feels like, really? That, that's, that, how often is that going to be happening? Now, as I said on my tweet, I said, this is totally fine in practice. Because it was my understanding that I would just be able to go past that barrier. I just have to lo- go through a loading screen. But that's not how it works. It It's literally the end of a generated tile that has no geographical relationship to the rest of the planet at all. Like, it, it, it literally doesn't really... The planet doesn't exist. Like, that's the issue. So you're saying the landing spot is like an outer world's open world landing spot? Um, I've, I've seen other people say that. I've not played that game enough to comment on that comparison. but then there wouldn't be as much earned media again when that footage first came up I was like yeah I was like this is fine in practice but I again I think the way they marketed the game is kind of folding back on and it's like no I don't think anybody expected that Pete Hines didn't say that Pete Hines didn't say what Pete Hines said that you could explore the whole entire planet That was the question that somebody asked. They said, can we explore the whole entire planet? And he said, sure. He said, walk on. Go for it. 
There is no whole planet to explore. There isn't. That's not a thing. It's an illusion. It's an illusion. Wrong? You sure about that? You sure about that? Like, I don't know if you've been here before, but I come prepared. The guy says, when I land on a planet, will I be able to explore that whole entire planet? You see what you see how the question's phrased? You see how extreme it is? The whole entire planet? And Pete Hines says, yep, if you want. Walk on, Brave Explorer. He was trolling. Wow, the goalpost moved really fast there. That was really quick. My neck almost broke. It was like, it's like, wow, it was Pete Hines never said that. Sure he did. Here's the receipts. Well, he was just trolling. You can tell that's sarcastic. (laughs) He's trolling? He's being sarcastic? Listen, man. I've been doing this a long time. And that, that's a new one. That's a new one. <laughs> he's he's just trolling. So wait, let me get this straight. <laughs> Pete Hines, in his incredibly busy schedule, he took the time to answer someone's question on Twitter. And he's like, "Get a load of this." <laughs> I'm going to troll him. I'm, I'm going to be sarcastic. I'm going to give no indication that I'm being sarcastic, but I'm going to be sarcastic. Derek says, dishonest at best in their promises, but our expectations of whole planets were unrealistic. What happens when you get to the end of a tile on No Man's Sky? What do you mean? There is no, and there is no, there are no tiles in No Man's Sky. What are you talking about? I can land on a planet in No Man's Sky and walk all the way around it. It's, this has been tested and proven. There is, there is no end. It's a literal entire planet. A literal, physical, entire planet. I fly down to it. I can choose to land wherever I want. I, you, I don't think you can land in water. But I can choose to land wherever I want. And I can set my character to walk in a single distant, distance. And I can go all the way around. There, there are no tiles in No Man's Sky. You're telling me Pete Hines said what he said and knowing Bethesda's RPG, you don't think that's weird? Even when I saw the tweet, I knew he was capping. You can walk the full equator in No Man's Sky? How long does it take? Every planet's different sized, so I don't know. It's been done, though. Yeah. It's, it's, it's literally there. It actually exists. It's, it's not, it's not fake. I'm again, you're asking about No Man's Sky. I'm not trying to say that this game should have been No Man's Sky. I'm not, but I'm saying there is a game where you can do this. Now, a lot of people are taking this line of thinking. They're saying, well, it's an RPG, right? It's not an exploration game. 
Well, then why did they stress exploration so much in the marketing? I'm going to stick up for Pete Hines on this one and say he might not have walked for 10 minutes straight in one direction to find a border like the person did in the leaked video. Right, but Detective Seeds, to say that you can explore the whole entire planet, there is no whole entire planet. It's not a thing. It's not. That that concept doesn't exist. You, you make your sixth tile and the first one disappears. It's just randomly generated locations. There, there's no geographical relationship between them. There is no whole planet. I can click on the whole planet and spend an entire day generating tiles and landing zones, but none of those tiles are interrelated. It's not like... Imagine that they ported No Man's Sky to a really weak console, and the only way they could do it was they had to break the planets into, I don't know, 20 regions. And as you go from one region to the next, it's all connected. So I can turn around and be like, yep, there's my outpost I built. There's the mountain range I just saw. It would all be a whole planet. There is no whole planet. That's the issue. Everybody keeps glossing over that. Well, who's going to walk for 10 minutes? Nobody's saying that that's a desire of most players to walk in a straight line for 10 minutes. We're saying it exposed the underlying systems. And like I said, I don't mind if there's a loading screen in between sections if they're connected. Sorry, Vic. I missed some I missed some some supers. Oh, I missed a lot. Oh my gosh. Phantom Phoenix with 12 months of membership says, do different hemispheres of the planet have different pool tiles? Will my tile know if I landed next to an ocean? I can see from space. I don't know. Because there are areas of water you cannot land, and I, I would assume that in proximity of the water it would do that, but it doesn't do that with the city, so I don't know. If you land right next to the city, it doesn't put the city in the distance. Um... $5 from Eric Phillips. Lola, let me know if it's better. Oh, I already read that. Um, Jim D with four months and a VIP. I understand that some sacrifices need to be made in the name of deep RPG mechanics, but being so technically behind a last-gen game with billions of seamless planets is disappointing. True Witty with a $2 super chat. Lona, I'm using a 4080 laptop. Will it be enough? I, I don't know. It should be. True Witty with another $2. What is the limitation? Was What if the limitation was because of the Series S? Many people are asking about the Series S, I don't really feel like focusing on the Series S. We beat up on the Series S enough. I included it in my show open because there does seem to be a pattern emerging that the Series S is a shadow looming over games launching on Xbox, and this could be another game that suffered at the hands of it. I just don't know. If that's the case, we'll find out about it. Jason Schreier will have an article very soon. If, if that's the case. A five spot from Vic. People remember this... Uh, this, don't wonder why there are no codes for Elder Scrolls 6. Uh, we would have been having this convo if, Bo- if, if Bethesda Games decided to do things how they usually do. Hang on. People remember this, don't wonder why there's no codes for e- Elder Scrolls 6. I'm not, I have no idea what you're trying to communicate there, Vic. Thank you for the $5 super chat. This is fake outrage. 
Do I do I seem that outraged to you? Like, what do you mean fake outrage? So much drama. If one zoner planet ETC is as big as Skyrim, what are folks complaining about? I I'm gonna I'm gonna try this one more time. All right, this is such fake outrage. Obviously, you aren't going to get a game where every inch of every planet is handcrafted. I've not said it's a problem that it's hand, not handcrafted. Typical content parasites making drama about nothing. No, my argument is very careful and thoughtful and logical. I, I've not once said that it's a problem that it's not handcrafted. I said that it's a problem because the tiles are not connected, meaning there is no planet. I don't care that it's procedurally generated. I've defended procedural generation. I think it's great technology to leverage to give yourself a larger game with more scope and breadth than other games. I don't have a problem with procedural generation. If you can travel the whole planet, would you actually do it? I would for a Goldilocks planet, yes. Have you ever watched me play No Man's Sky? The one day I was playing No Man's Sky, I think I wasted three hours and didn't find a planet that I liked for my for my outpost. Yes. If you find a Goldilocks planet, this is this is what I think people are doing is they're saying like because you're you're more in a hurry to defend the game than to consider what I'm saying. So Imagine that you don't care about this game at all. Imagine you don't feel an instinct to defend it. Just hear what hear what I'm saying. I'm saying to you that when I play a game like this, if I find a really, really cool planet, I'm going to want to really spend time on it. I'm going to look everywhere. I'm going to look next to water. I'm going to go to mountain ranges. I'm going to really look for prime real estate. I'm not going to do that on every planet. Everybody keeps saying that, like, who's going to do that? Who's going to walk for 10 minutes in the same direction? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that on every planet. Like I said, I think most people aren't even going to notice this. I've said that numerous times. I think most gamers are never going to notice this. They're going to be like, what are you talking about? I'm having a great time, right? I've landed on, you know, eight different planets, seen some cool things. You know, I got a cool gun. You know, I built my first outpost. Okay, that's why I'm saying this isn't like fake outrage. Outrage. Cat! Cat with a 20 bomb! Takes us all the way to 52. This lady just flexing on chat. She hits the goal and is the agent of chaos. Thank you so much, Cat. Hang on, let me read some of these super chats. Uh, Subtext with a five spot. Didn't Pete say modders can create their own planets? How do they plan to do that if surfaces are temporary? Will it be different for mods? It could come in a variety of ways, subtext. Imagine this. When you create a planet, you're not physically creating a planet. You're leveraging procedural generation. So when you create a planet, you're creating rules. You're creating rules. Size, atmosphere, uh, aesthetic, right? You're going to have like geographic aesthetic. You're going to have plant life, animal life, right? You're going to have all those things. Weather, the weather systems, you're basically going to be choosing the rules of the planet so when anybody lands on the planet, it just it generates a tile based on those rules. Pete Hines said you could explore a whole entire planet. There is no whole entire planet in the game. It's a rule set that generates tiles. That's that's the point. I'm not saying that this is terrible or bad. It's actually impressive technology, but... The people like me, as I was getting ready to answer one of the questions posed to me, 
Predator with a two spot says if a tile's the size of Skyrim, I'll be okay. Solid Snake with 12 months and a member plus. Hi Lono, do you think the limiting factor is the visual fidelity uh, as opposed to No Man's Sky? I mean, maybe No Man's Sky is visually beautiful, but the art style is certainly not photorealistic. A two spot from True Witty is the issue to do with the Bethesda creating the area. I have no idea. 23 months from Skiffy VIP. Take Forbidden West for an example. I explored every nook and cranny. Also, do we know how quick the load times are? The loading screens were actually fairly quick. I believe the guy was on a, uh, 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 I think he was on a Series X. I don't know. The footage I saw, the loading screens were very quick. That is a good thing. We knew there were going to be loading screens. Right, we knew there were going to be loading screens. They were actually quite, quite quick, okay? Okay, now to answer the question, somebody's like, are you really going to explore every inch of the planet? If I find a Goldilocks planet, yes, look at this section, all right? Just, just track with me here. Alright? Just watch this section of the video. Okay? You have just huge mountain ranges like this. Right? You got very rocky, very, you know, dusty mountain ranges. And then he obviously landing outside next to it. Look at that. You got nice open vistas. You got blue skies. Beyond that, watch. Watch what happens. You, th- This is clearly built like into a mountain range. Look at all you can build. Look at all you can do. Now watch. Hang on. It's coming. Now you got a now you got a cliffside. You got a cliffside view. Okay? Like look at that. This person took the time to find this. They found this spot. It's got it's got some green grass. It's on a cliffside view, right? They took the time to find that. Okay? Look at the stuff you can build, right? You got your plants going. Look at that. You see what I'm saying? This is exactly the result of somebody taking the time to explore of somebody taking the time, this person clearly found an area that was upraised and had a good amount of like snow and flat ground. And then look, it's just this vast, almost like like moon-like wasteland out in front of it. Do you see what I'm saying? If you find an uh, like a Goldilocks planet, yes, I'm going to spend time exploring it. That's that's quick. <laughs> They literally sold the game as an exploration game in their in their uh, in their Starfield Direct and in their showcase. Hang on, I gotta thank somebody for doing a ten bomb, a ten gifted member bomb from Skiffy Skiffles. I can barely have a conversation today. You guys are being so generous. Thank you so much. So many people super chatting and tipping and gifting members. And twenty three months from Skiffy Skiffles says, um, "Oh no, you you said take Forbidden West as an example." <clears throat> You guys are talking about entire planets. Meanwhile, I'm over here hoping it doesn't take 10 minutes to enter and exit buildings when you click on a door. So, again, what I'm saying to you is this was not my expectation. My expectation was if I found a planet that I really liked, I could spend... How many times have we had a conversation about this game and we've talked about how people are going to be able to spend a lifetime in this game? We're going to be talking about this game five years from now. We've we've had those conversations because I see massive potential in this game. I see I see a lot of creativity from the modding community. I even see the potential for Bethesda to add content to this game because of its size. Okay, I'm looking at it now and thinking, I I don't I'm not as excited about some of the things I was going to do. Joker Quinn with a gifted membership. Thank you so much. Taking us to 60 
three. I appreciate that. You guys have been so generous lately. Forty thousand minutes is spent running is appealing to people. You understand this is a Bethesda game, right? Have you ever seen what fans of Bethesda games have done? Have you ever seen rolling like a thousand cheese wheels off the side of the mountain? You've you have you seen the way? That was one thing that I thought was interesting as this dialogue emerged. The dismissive dialogue from people that are like, well, clearly you've never played a Bethesda game. Clearly you haven't. What are you talking about? I've seen some of the craziest things in Bethesda games from people. Like the Fallout 4 outposts and settlements that people have built. The things that people have done in Skyrim. Are you kidding me? The... the, the the fact that people have bristled, the fact that people have like bristled at the idea of like, who's going to really explore an entire planet? I don't know. Fans of Bethesda games? I might have I might have done it if the if the planet was cool enough. What what do you mean? It's like my frustration with this conversation, I will I will I will I I already know what people are saying, okay? Anybody saying this is a, is a pony. Everybody, anybody saying these things is just hating on the game, hating on Xbox. Okay. And the thing that's frustrating about that is, I think it's fair to say this was this was not an expectation that a lot of us had. This is you know this is disappointing. I think it's fair to say that that's not outrage. That's not fake. It's. I literally went from the other day I tweeted and I was like, oh, this isn't that big of a deal. And then the more I looked into it and I was like, this kind of is a big deal. This is not what I thought. I didn't think this is how this is going to work. Modders are going to create solar systems made entirely. (laughs) Right, right. I played so much Fallout 4, I know where the spawn points are in each location. You're playing the game wrong? Who determines the right way to play a game where they stress the fact that you can play the game any way that you want? They, They stress that in virtually every single... In virtually every single presser, interview, Starfield Direct, Starfield Showcase, they stress you can play however you want. For goodness sakes, in their one... In their Starfield Direct, there was a woman who filled her ship with sandwiches... How can you establish the right way to play a game where somebody filled their ship with sandwiches? What's the right way to play? Who who determines the right way to play a game in a game that that talks about, you know, almost like limitless freedom? That doesn't even make any sense. It's like the minute we've encountered limitations in the game, people are like, "Well, what did you expect? What what do you mean?" Lightly says, you mind explaining the issue with the town again? Somebody couldn't see it when they were in. Yeah, hang on, Lightly. Okay, so the what, what this game does is, is that whenever you select a landing zone, it creates, it creates a tile. It generates it. Whoop, I dropped my post-it note. Let's just get another one. It procedurally generates everything within this tile. Now, the good news is... Okay, the good news is the tile's quite large. To sprint from one side of the tile to the other takes 10 minutes. 
And from my research, that's about the amount of time it takes to go from one side of the map in Fallout 4, as well as Skyrim. In Skyrim, they said you'd have to flatten it out, right? You have to get rid of the mountains and stuff. Because the guy in the video just straight beelines. Nothing gets in his way, okay? So, from one side of the next. So, it's quite large, okay? So, because of that, because of that, I thought, that's awesome, right? Now, what happens is, is when you get to the edge here, a boundary pops up. And it says, you've reached the end or whatever. I can get you the exact phrasing. Let me get you the exact phrasing so that we don't misrepresent what, what the boundary says, okay? So, that's what I saw over the weekend. I saw this boundary tweet, and I thought, okay, that's that's a little strange, but I said, you know, I said that in practice, it's not that big of a deal. I didn't fully grasp what was happening, okay? So the pop-up simply reads, boundary reached, open the map to explore another region, or return to your ship. Now, you might notice there's an option missing. Like, there's no option. There's no option to go to the next tile. That's not that's not an option. It doesn't say, do you want to go to the next tile? It wouldn't say tile. Do you want to go to the next region? Do you want to go to this next area? It doesn't say that. It says, it says, boundary reached, open the map to explore another region or return to your ship. The issue that people have discovered is... This is your landing zone that you created. You've explored it. You found some quests and some secrets or whatever. And you want to keep exploring the planet. So you put another landing zone right next to it. There's no relation between these at all. You can't look from this tile to this tile and see anything that matches. Because they're just random. And they prove this by saying, Here on the map, let's say my hand is the city right so my hand is the city and when you put the landing zone right next to the city okay the guy went in into that tile and he went to the highest location that he could and he couldn't see the city he did like a 360 so this tile has no relationship no geographical relationship to the, to to the to the anywhere on the planet because the planet doesn't exist they were too far from the city no they've they've tested this they have corroborated this you cannot go to the edge of the tile and see like the next area it's not there i you i, I genuinely think so many of you are not understanding you think i'm upset that there's a wall it's like no that's n- not it at all the tiles aren't connected they're just random spaces. He was too far. That's not proof. <laughs> Source, trust me, bro. I, I am not going to pull up screenshots of footage that will get my video taken down. The guy placed the zone as close as possible and could not see the city. It's not there. It's just a random tile. You're trolling. How is running around for 40,000 minutes a concern? There's plenty of space. 
why even compare it to No Man's Sky and then say No Man's Sky is boring? Those are your takes, not mine. When did I say No Man's Sky was boring? I didn't... I've always said No Man's Sky is one of the greatest games I wish I've had time to play. It's a fantastic game. I really like it. I wish I had time to play it. I, you're just making stuff up now. I've not said that it's it's boring. And you're saying 40,000 minutes. Again, you're, you're, you're running to hyperbole. I didn't say I want to explore a planet for 40,000 minutes. I said, if I find a Goldilocks planet and I really, really want to explore it, right? There is no planet. There's no cohesiveness. There's no interconnectedness to anything that I discover. If I come down the side of a mountain and I hit a boundary and then I go to the map and I put a landing zone right next to where I was, it's not connected to where I just was. There is no planet. I'm not discovering a... A, a, a geographical location. I'm just going into random tiles. I'm not trying to run around for no reason, but the whole purpose of this game is that you can play it however you want. They stressed exploration. They stressed finding really cool planets and building on them. And in my experience, when you find a really cool planet, exploring a bunch of it sounds fun. So what were you going to do? Like, you were going to play a game about space exploration, land, run around, and leave? That's false again? No, it's not. This has been proven. I Look, I dove all the way deep into this. I dove all the way deep into this, man. The guys on Reddit have corroborated their findings. They're, these guys are having a good time with the game. They're not trying to hurt the game or bash the game. They're enjoying it, but they're like, this is how exploration of a planet works. (laughs) Like, I'm not saying, therefore, the game is bad. I'm saying, this is disappointing. I I didn't expect this. It's not a real, actual, explorable planet. It's a set of rules that generates random tiles for me to run around on. Uh, a five spot from Hitman. So flying to planets is basically a distraction when you can just forever create new tiles endlessly on a single landing zone. But exactly, Hitman. You could just keep creating. This one guy, he, he definitively proved this. He created a cluster of landing zones and he couldn't get them to... The boundaries weren't connected at all. He intentionally created a cluster of landing zones and they were not connected in any way. This is a guy that's enjoying the game. He's just experimenting with how the systems work. He's not trying to bash the game. He's saying, look, man, I made a cluster of landing zones. They're not connected at all. They're not. Yeah, you don't fly to the planets. You just you just, you just uh, fast travel down. Some of the things that the guys have said uh, that, that are putting this stuff on Reddit, they actually have said numerous times that you fast travel a lot in this game and that you don't really need to fly all that much. I'm a little concerned about that. I'm hoping that maybe that changes the further you get in the game because that was something I was really looking forward to was like having a ship and flying around and you know doing different things. I'm you know I'm trying to I'm trying to create the Starship Enterprise. I thought that would be really fun to try to like physically create it. V game veteran with 2 months. I admire your patience, but you're battling epic levels of deflection. Well, I know what some of these people are doing. Most of the people that are doing it are gray names and they're clip hunting. 
and they're just failing to get a reaction from you. I'm just calmly explaining to you why I find this to be disappointing, and I've restated time and time again why I wouldn't have run around every planet I found. There's a handful of planets that I would have been like, man, I I really want to explore this planet and find the best spots, but the spots aren't really there. It generates them, and if I create too many landing zones, it's gone. Uh, three spot from Vijay. I hate Xbox marketing over promises under deliver. Eugene says... So let's say he's too far away. He plays the zone as close as possible. Best case scenario is then the space between the city uh, and the place he landed doesn't exist, says Eugene. Right. All right, hang on. What are you saying? What? Okay, so Gilly's saying, Loni, you say there's not a planet, but have people tried to land near planets features and not been there? Does landing by the ocean place you in a desert or by mountain ranges? Well, no, because there's rules. Obviously, if you land next to water, I would imagine that it's going to generate some water. You're not interacting with what I'm saying when the planet doesn't exist by saying, well, if I land near water, there's water. I'm not talking about that. Gilly says, like, just not being able to connect the tiles doesn't mean there isn't a general planet outline map. No, that does mean there's no map. That quite literally is what it means, Gilly. If you cluster a bunch of landing zones all around each other... There is no relationship between them. You could cluster four together or cluster four all over the place. There's no difference. You're not exploring the planet. That's the point. Like, there is no planet. It's a rule set, and it generates a tile. And after so many tiles, the first one you created is gone. There is no map. There is no planet. Thank you for the five spot. Uh, no face lord. Space exploration, but people don't expect to explore. The goalpost keeps moving. Right. It's like it's literally supposed to be a game about exploration. I find it strange that people that have not played the game will blindly defend a game that has been proven to have some negatives. Yes, it will most likely be a great game, but defending it blindly is odd to me, says Tubbs. I, yeah. I. I am not bashing the game. I'm saying, this is what we learned. That's, I don't think that's what I expected. I find that to be disappointing. Like, just immediately defending the game and being like, no, it's totally fine. There's no problems here at all. Like, just answer honestly. Is this exactly what you expected? This is what you anticipated? You watched all the marketing? You watched the Starfield Showcase last year? And you watched the Starfield Direct this year? And you thought, yep. There's no permanence at all. There's no interconnectedness at all. It's all random, and the the spaces that I travel and, and, and check out, they're not connected to each other. You actually thought that. Brooklyn says, How many of y'all failed school or college, bruh? This isn't that hard to understand. But the game has positives as well. Well, Biggie... I said that in my show open. I said that I do think there'll be a lot of people, there'll be swaths of people that love this game and never, ever encounter what we're talking about. They'll never, ever, they will never encounter what we're talking about. They're just going to have a ball. They're going to play linearly. They're going to find planets. They're going to, they're going to go on missions. They're going to get cool guns. Like, I'm not trying to... Con- I think this is what generally happens in these discussions. I'm not trying to convince you that the game is bad and that you shouldn't like it. 
we have new information. I have relayed that information to you, and I'm giving you my opinion on that information. That's all I'm doing. You hear the information and think, not a problem. That doesn't bother me. Okay, great. I hope I hope you pour thousands of hours into the game and have a great time. I wanted to have a Star Trek experience, and I'm hearing these th- these these leaks and this information, and I'm saying that's not that's not really what I was expecting. You know, there's a thousand planets. I wasn't going to terraform every planet. I was anticipating finding one or two really cool ones, and you know. Going the distance with exploration, building a building a really awesome uh, outpost, you know, and getting rich. Because when the news came out that like time doesn't advance in the game when you're not playing, I remember defending that as well. I said, yeah, well, I said they probably set up the internal workings and timings of the game to work within a play session. Like you're not going to want to take a couple days off and like come back and then all of a sudden, you know, everything's in disarray, right? Uh, you know, I, I, I actually defend that. I said, that's totally fine. I can imagine setting up like a mining outpost uh, and, you know, like some workers and that sort of cycles within a play session, right? I mean, something to be relaxed. I'm, I'm, I don't need to relax at all. I'm totally calm. We're just having a conversation. The Star Trek experience, each planet they land on is a literal set with at most 30 people on it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wanted to imagine and live out I'm going to be the Star I'm going I am going to be a Captain Picard. I'm going to build my enterprise, I'm going to get a crew and I'm going to explore all these planets. And if I find a really really good one, I'm going to spend some time on it, right? Look at the comments on the short. It says uh, creature, a lot of people agree. Oh yeah, I forgot we were doing shorts again. Somebody says, um, uh, what if you make six outposts? Yeah, we don't know the limit on how many outposts uh, you can make. We don't know. I would imagine, we, uh, I believe from screenshots, you can have up to nine ships. I would imagine that this, the outposts will work the same, right? You, you can't make like 58 outposts. I'm imagining probably less than 10 I guessed five or six. You can also have a designated like main outpost where you live. It's like it's called your current outpost. You can also designate that as well. You're saying since they said you can play how you want, then anything should be possible. That's a not a literal sentence. No game development uh, ever meant this literally. There are limits to reality. Well, sure. I never indicated that I expected no limitations. I'm saying that the limitations we're discovering are immersion breaking. You're different than me. Let's just accept that. For me, it's immersion breaking to exhaust an area and then want to go to the next area and they're not connected. That's immersion breaking. That doesn't feel like I'm role playing a space explorer. That feels like I'm going into like a Diablo Rift system. It's just like, here's a square. All right, I'm done here. I want to go to another spot on the planet. Well, the next spot has no relation to the current spot that you're on. Here's just a random location. That to me is immersion breaking. That breaks against what I was anticipating doing. You look at it and say, that's no big deal. That's totally fine. I'm not trying to convince you to be me. 
I've done 50 plus live shows about this game. I have consistently said the thing that I want to do in this game is I want to be Star Trek. I want to be Captain Picard. I want to explore the far reaches of the galaxy. And an element of that exploration, I feel, has been dampened. I'm like, that doesn't sound as exciting. You had too high of expectations. So my expectations were too high that in a space exploration game, I could explore a planet? That's that I had too high of expectations? I don't understand. Like, when the tweet came out over the weekend and I saw the barrier... I was like, ah, I was like, that's not terrible in practice. Just, you know, I'll just go to the next area. There is no next area. There is no next area. It does. It, it's not there. And when it, if it generates it, it doesn't generate it in relation to where I just was. <clears throat> Stop expecting space exploration in a space exploration game. I fully understand your line of thinking and don't think you're wrong in it being immersion breaking. How big are the tiles? That is one of the positives about this. I've, I've said this a couple of times. One of the positives about this, and this is why I actually think a lot of people will not have an issue with this. They're not even going to run into this is because the tiles themselves are quite large. So to run from one side of the tile to the other takes 10 minutes. So to, to go from one side of fall, for some reason, for some reason, when we have really, really strong viewership days, I, I think they bump you to different ingest servers because you have so many viewers. I reached a boundary. If anybody's having issues, uh, with audio, just refresh, right? We are live refresh if you need to, um, so yeah if the audio desyncs or anything that's just something that happens that's happened only when we have big viewership days I think YouTube does something I think they give you like priority or something where if you have like a certain level of viewership they bump you to different ingest servers um Preacher says I can 100% admit that I had high expectations of a Microsoft backed Bethesda game in 2023 that boasted of the most powerful console ever created I 100% had high expectations why the blank didn't you Right, like, I just feel like the dialogue has so quickly shifted on this. Like, it went from, this is going to be a generation-defining game, this is going to be amazing, like, you're going to be able to just explore the far reaches of a galaxy, and now it's like, well, what did you expect? You actually expected to be able to explore a whole planet? What? What? You didn't? That That's where I'm stuck. It's like, I don't get why people so quickly will just lower their expectations. Instead of saying, yeah, this, this is kind of disappointing. I, I thought we'd be able to explore a whole planet. Todd alluded to this in the Starfield Direct. Todd's quote on this was so vague, I do not take this as an excuse because the lead technical guy also talked about it, okay? So this is what Todd said, and this is being used by people to claim, well, Todd told us this is how it's going to work. 
Really? Let, let's put that, let's, let's take the Pepsi challenge here. Let, let's see what he said. He said, We love exploration and rewarding it, but you do explore differently in this game given its scale. That usually involves exploring an area you've landed in. You can collect resources, do a mission, and maybe even stumble upon something unexpected. Now, me, he's hinting that exploration will be different, but he's not telling us that that's that's literally what you're going to do every single time. Yeah, literally the about Starfield on Bethesda's website says you can explore with unparalleled freedom. <clears throat> explore with unparalleled freedom. Now keep in mind, Todd says you do explore differently in this game given a scale and he says that usually involves exploring an area you've landed in. What do you mean usually? That doesn't mean literally. It doesn't mean every single time. Of course, usually I'm going to explore an area where I land. Now, let's let's listen to what the the, the tech guy said. Jean Jean Francois Levique. I think I'm saying that right. Jean Francois Levique. He is the lead technical producer, and he said this: Our system builds a planet. As the player approaches it. Did you hear that? Does that sound like what we're encountering? It sounds to me like as I approach it, you, 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 our system builds a planet as the player approaches it. He says, we stitch together a block of terrain. Okay, so you're saying two different things here. On the one hand, you're saying, oh yeah, you build the planet as I approach it. That's pretty cool. That's procedural generation. It's not created yet. That sounds pretty neat. And then he says, we stitch together a block of terrain. Okay, here's my block of terrain. But the first thing he said was, our system builds a planet as you approach it. That sounds like the planet's being built. That sounds like there is a planet for me to explore. But that's not true. There is no planet. There isn't. The tiles are not connected. <laughs> there, there is no whole entire planet to explore. It doesn't matter how many tiles you generate. There, there is no... Okay, imagine we have a prop. We have a prop. So imagine this is the planet, okay? And it builds it. There's an entire surface of the planet that can be... There's an entire surface of this ball that I can touch and feel. And, like, I could take, like, pretend... Here we go. I even have a Lego guy, right? And perfect. He's holding a PlayStation controller, right? My little Lego guy can go anywhere on the planet. He can touch every square inch of this this planet, okay? Right? Prop pass this one time. Thank you. I'm getting a prop pass from Eugene. There is an entire surface. So the whole surface of this ball, the whole surface can be touched by my little guy here, my little, my little Lego guy. You know, he's going around. He's doing all of his things. He's exploring. He's having a great time. Okay. He builds a base right here. All right. 
The issue is, since the tiles are not connected, there is no whole surface. There, that, that's not a thing. This doesn't exist. This is merely something in the menu that you click on, and then this is what you're given. Right? You click on this, hey, let's go down to the planet. And they're like, here you go. Here's where you land. Okay, I want to go to the next area. And they're like, yeah, no problem. Here's another one. Is it connected to the first one? No, it's just another one. Here's another one. Now, the real beauty of this is, if you create enough of these, the first one that you created goes away. And then this one moves into the first position. And if you create enough of these, that one goes away. There is no whole planet. (laughs) I'm not even putting the sticky notes on the ball because they don't represent the location that you're landing in. Like if you land right next to the city, the city's not there in the distance. That's the same as No Man's Sky? False. That's not true. No Man's Sky generates the entire planet, and you can travel it. You can walk from one side to the other. No loading screens, no barriers, no boundaries. There could be a texture map that outlines the general area features like mountain ranges, biomes, oceans, deserts, and then the game makes the tile based on that map. We literally don't know how it works. Yes, Gilly, there likely is a set of rules that it uses to generate the tile, but there was a guy. He's enjoying the game. He likes the game. He's merely testing the systems, and he clustered landing zones in an area, and they have no relationship to each other. Too much shouting, bye-bye. If you think that was shouting, you wouldn't last here. Like, if I really started shouting, you, you, would, you would wet yourself. That was incredibly tame. The tiles are flat, it means the planet is flat. Does that prove finally that the Earth is flat? This is going to be Flat Earther's favorite game. Yes. (laughs) Will you read comments critical of your position? Yes, what are you saying, uh, Karn? I'm doing my best. You know, there's a lot of people here. Hadigan with the $2 super chat. I put a video in Discord, four landing zones max. Yes, we already covered that. I just covered that when I threw the post-it note away. Um, I don't know what this person is, but they gifted 200 yen through super chat and then a two spot from Hadigan. Thank you guys so much for all of the gifteds. Oh, I'm sorry, and the super chats. So it's true the tiles can't connect. Yeah, see, that's what's getting lost in this discussion. Everybody keeps focusing on who's going to walk 10 minutes in the same direction. I didn't expect to walk around the entire circumference of the planet. I've not taken issue with that. I've consistently said the tiles are quite large. I've consistently said most players are not going to encounter this as a problem. All right? I've said that so many times. The issue is there is no planet. There is no planet. I don't care about barriers. When I saw the boundary tweet, I said, 
this is not a big deal in practice because I was thinking I could go to the next section. That there is no next section. There isn't. It just generates a whole new tile, man. And I'm not saying that makes the game bad. I'm saying I'm really disappointed. That was an element I was looking forward to. If I find a really amazing planet, a Goldilocks planet, I want to spend time on it. Bravo, hang on. Bravo says, wait, wait, wait. Slickness with 10 months. Good morning, loan everyone. Thank you. And then the Daily Grind gifted a membership and bumps us to 64. Thank you so much. What if I build on each tile? I'm assuming there's a limit of how many outposts you can build. Um... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Bravo has been pushing back on my position. If instead they just decrease the relative size of the planet to be one large tile, would you then be happy? The same way it is in No Man's Sky or other games where the planet size is smaller. Do we know the planet size is smaller in No Man's Sky, Bravo? The barrier is only in the tutorial? That's not true. That's been debunked. They've gone to other planets and had this happen. There's a guy that has done this and shown this on other planets. It's not just in the tutorial. That simply isn't true. And you're just spamming, so you're going to have to go in timeout. You got to chill. I'm with you. I expected the exploration to be real on real procedurally generated planets. I never expected randomly generated tiles. It is a bit disappointing. I want to say you're doing a great job. I'm enjoying the session and the updates. Please don't let the haters discourage you. Keep going another two hours on the game. Thank you. <clears throat> I said nice things uh, to this guy so many times he doesn't care I'm trying to read everything I just read what you said but I also have to thank people that do super chats I can't ignore people who do super chats the chat's moving very quickly I can definitely see where you're coming from on this and disappointment uh, in it uh, for your expectation I personally didn't interpret it the same way as you did as open but I can see where you're coming from I don't necessarily I don't think everybody is going to expect what I expect I don't Uh, Karn says acting like your position is the natural conclusion of unparalleled space exploration many including myself don't share your expectations so that's on you well no I've said numerous times that I allow for people to have different expectations what I'm saying what I'm doing is I'm justifying my expectations Don't you see the difference? I'm justifying my expectations. I've had people tell me that my expectations are unreasonable. I'm like, it's unreasonable that if I find a really dope planet, I I want to explore it? And when I learn that the way the tiles are formed, there actually isn't a whole planet. It's just randomly generated tiles that have no interconnectedness. Like... I don't feel like my expectations are, are, are extreme. I feel like they're, they're fairly reasonable to the point that I'm being consistent. When the, when the barrier, when, the, when the, the invisible boundaries became discovered, I said, this is not a big deal in practice. That was before I knew how it really worked. I just thought it was a barrier that meant, yeah, you need to load the next area. And I was like, well, that's not that big of a deal if the areas are that large. If it takes me 10 minutes to hit that barrier, I'm fine with that. I don't I don't mind that at all. You'll be surprised how many people want what you want. I personally want so bad uh, and expectations are the same as yours. <clears throat> it's a joke to think a console would be able to procedurally generate an entire planet in one instance 
for a game of this scope. That would be far too demanding. Right, like I just said, I would have been totally fine with loading screens between the sections. I would have been fine with that. That wouldn't have that wouldn't have bothered me. It wouldn't have. I because especially considering it takes roughly the same amount of time to travel the entire distance of the Skyrim map and the Fallout 4 map. It takes the same it takes roughly the same amount of time. Right? So in my mind it's like, "Oh, yeah, that's totally fine. These are la- these are large areas. That's crazy. The average player is never going to do that." Where can we see the footage you're telling us about? Um you have to go to Reddit. I, I'm not going to link you. I'm not going to show any of it. I'm not going to risk that. You're repeating yourself without actual facts? No, everything I'm saying is based off of facts. There are real people that got their hands on the game and have provided real footage. They've, it's all been corroborated. I do not report on stuff like this and say it's been corroborated if it's purely rumor. I looked at the footage... I looked at the comments. I looked at what the guy said. I looked at what the other guy said and the comments he's made. It's been it's been corroborated. This is real. This is not some made up thing. They these are people with access to the game right now. And they're actually enjoying it. I think we've lost our ability to defer on expectations and communicate in a decent way to each other. People can have different expectations of a product and still be cool with each other. Yeah, if you looked at this game and were like, I never expected to do that, Lono, I'm going to have a ball with this game. Buddy, you mean you go, girl. I'm not going to try to stop you. Have fun. I'm telling you, I was really hoping to do this, and now it looks like I kind of can't. Or if I'm going to do it, I'm going to have to kind of set aside some of my expectations. One bigger issue <clears throat> that Phantom Phoenix is talking about here. One uh, bigger issue is points of interest disappearing tiles. If I find a dense ore mine I want to farm, I have to remember to limit my landing zones. That's exactly right, because you're going to lose that first landing tile. I assume No Man Planets, No Man's Sky planets are larger than one tile, but smaller than the infinite tiles of a Starfield planet. Not pushing back offensively, just talking points. I think you have valid points. Yeah, bravo. I actually don't have an answer, because you'd have to ask the No Man's Sky specialists because I do think there are larger and smaller planets in No Man's Sky. I'm not the resident No Man's Sky expert. I'm not, so I don't know. You're probably right, but at the same time, there could also be planets in No Man's Sky that are larger. I'm I'm not really sure. Did they go back to the tiles they visited, and was it the same location? That's the only thing that has not been confirmed. That's the only thing that's been, you know, that's the only thing that's not been confirmed. This guy just keeps saying the same thing. He said, you just keep speaking. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Where'd you go? The chat's moving so fast. You're repeating yourself without actual facts. The irony of the fact that you're just repeating yourself without actual facts as I reference actual facts. Uh, a super chat from Vic. People who are also playing this game are watching and saying what you're saying is wrong. So-and-so completely agrees with this take. I don't care. Think pro Xbox out... Like... <clears throat> do you really think I'm surprised that pro Xbox outlets don't agree with me? <sighs> I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. Really surprising. 
can't believe it. I wonder if the pro Xbox outlets are going to have any issue with this at all. (laughs) That's another blip. That's another blip. This only happens when we're above a certain viewership threshold. You might have to refresh. That's going to mess with the audio. I swear YouTube's trying to do something. I remember they did this on the purple platform where you would hit a certain threshold of viewership and they would like disconnect you and reconnect you and you'd have like quality options. I feel like they're doing the exact same thing on YouTube. It's like anytime we're in the upper 1000s, like mid to upper 1000s of viewership, we keep having this problem where we just keep getting disconnected and reconnected creature exactly what a creature say they need you to speak for them (laughs) long story short is that a world in no man's sky is a very large place to explore but it's not exactly planet size as in real life it took kearney 11 hours and 50 minutes to walk almost halfway around the planet he chose so it would take roughly 24 hours to walk around a planet in no man's sky the average is like 20 so-and-so knows better than this dude like here's what i think some of you are trying to do you're you're really really desperate to start some kind of a fight and create some like you expect me to like sling mud or be like you want me to like talk trash about a guy listen if you're going to bring content creators to the table as your argumentation point you have no argument okay Now, fallacy of the expert is the fallacy where you say, well, I'm right because this expert agrees with me, okay? There's also fallacy of the group. Well, more people believe this, therefore it's true, okay? If you want to come here and have a dialogue with me about what you think, I'm interested in that. If you want to come here and parrot what another content creator has said to create some kind of a content creator fight, I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in engaging with you the public, the viewer. I don't need you to come here and parrot another content creator or or pit me against another content creator. I'm not arguing, I'm just stating my view. You're damn right you're not arguing. You just came in here and flexed some other content creator. I've never seen a truer statement said. You didn't argue anything. You just came in and strutted some other content creator around. If you want to have dialogue with me, then do it. Coming here and just throwing some other content creator out, you're just trying to start drama or you're trying to start some kind of a fight. We're not interested in that. We don't do that here. I'm never going to trash talk some person because you bring them to my doorstep. Make your points. Make your arguments. That's what we're doing. You are welcome to do that. You're not welcome to start fights. Uh, five spot from Path of Addiction with a five. Uh, one thousand planets is really just one thousand planets of rule sets to create unlimited tiles. The planets don't exist, but I will still enjoy the game. Uh, is that is your is your avatar? Is that Alex? Anyway, I actually think a ton of people are going to take that attitude. Path of Addiction and a ten spot from CS. I'm still having trouble understanding your complaint. If you get to the edge of a tile, can't you just load the next tile and seamlessly continue traveling? No, you can't do that, CS. That's the point. That's the point, brother. You cannot. If I, CS, 
if I could do that, I wouldn't have a problem with this at all. I wouldn't. There is no next tile, brother. There is no next tile. It, it, they're not connected. There was a guy who created a cluster of landing zones and the barriers do not touch. The tiles do not touch. It doesn't even give you the option to say, you've reached the boundary, do you want to go to the next area? It doesn't even give you that option. It says, pull up the map to go to another region or go to your ship. You can though, it just generates. This is called the argumentation method of exhaustion. You guys have continued to push forward something that has been falsified in the hopes that I either get exhausted or frustrated and you'll take that as some kind of a win. It has been falsified. You cannot go to the next tile. They're not connected. It's just a brand new randomly generated area. Picture this with me. Picture this in your mind. Okay. You're coming down the side of a mountain. There's one gifted from Stone Spire setting up a 10-bomb layup. Thank you so much, Stone Spire. And then there's one from the Daily Grind that's setting up the layup for Agent of Chaos. Thank you very much. Okay. Just track with me here. This has been totally falsified. They're not connected, and you're not understanding, right? You're not understanding what's going on. If you come down the side of a mountain, all right, and you hit the boundary, so the mountain's behind you, the mountain's behind you, and you've hit the boundary, and then you put a landing zone right next to where you are, there will be no mountain in the previous tile because they're not connected. It doesn't create the new tile in conjunction with or in connection with the previous tile. It doesn't do it. We understand, but it's not concerning. I'm not saying you should be concerned. I'm explaining why I'm concerned. Do you see the difference? Maybe you're too accustomed to being proselytized. I'm not trying to proselytize and say, you should be concerned. I'm saying, I expected something different than this. And the fact that I'm not getting that. Another gifted member, thank you so much. Um, The Luna Joker. You understand the difference between saying, man, I find this concern. Why? Here's why. Well, I don't care. Yes, you are. Your title is misleading. How is my title misleading? The Starfield gameplay leaks are concerning. That's my opinion. You seem to be freely flowing with opinions. I came here based on your video title? Yes. Are you displeased with the result? You can leave if you don't like what's happened since you've arrived. You're peddling nonsense. Okay. You don't know how to spell you are with a contraction. What, what, what else are we going to point out? Like, if, if you click on a, 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 a thumbnail that says... The Starfield leaks are encouraging. That's going to be somebody talking about, hey, I'm really encouraged by what I saw. You you clicked on a stream that said the Starfield gameplay leaks are concerning. I'm, I'm, 
I'm establishing why I find them concerning. You literally clicked on an opinion piece. Like, I feel like you're lost. that's what that's what YouTube does man I'm talking about my opinion a lot of people come here you're a reporter report your sources no I, you can go to Reddit and you can find this I will not at all risk my channel or this video by showing the thread showing the images showing the videos or linking to them no no I will not use my platform to do that all you got to do is go to the, 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 the Reddit and look for this stuff. It's not hard to find at all. And I hate to break it to you. I'm not a reporter. I never claimed to be a reporter. I don't have like a hat on like a piece of paper. And I'm like, what's a scoop, Charlie? Like, I'm not a reporter. I'm a YouTuber. I found some stuff. I relayed that information to you. And I told you what I think of it. What do you think of it? You don't find it bothersome? Okay. Cool, man. That's fine with me. That doesn't bother me. Scroll back up. Uh, William with a four months. At this point, I'm just waiting for the reviews, but also ultimately leaving my thoughts open until I play the game myself, limiting my hype for sure. <clears throat> uh, Tarfari Clark is asking game of the year um Pete Hines said you can explore the planets without restriction no he didn't say that somebody asked him if you could explore entire planets and he said yup if you want he didn't say without restriction that's not true you missed my four months oh hang on Brooklyn I'm sorry I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Brooklyn Breed, my man with four months. If you guys are going to play dumb and hate watch, at least like the video. That's easy enough. Thank you, Brooklyn Breed. And a five spot from Brett Williams. You called it, Lono. The gray names are here in force and totally in denial. An open planet to explore is what was advertised. The goalposts keep moving. Let me explain to you why I don't believe some of you when you say that it doesn't matter. Pete did say that. No, he did not. I just put the tweet on the screen. Are you even looking at the screen? Heinz did say it. Where? Is there another tweet? He doesn't say without restriction. This guy says, will I be able to explore the whole entire planet? And he says, yep, if you want. Walk on, brave, brave explorer. Where does he say without restriction? There's a link from Heinz. Wait, you're saying he went further than that? Show it again? I. Where does he say without restriction? What are y'all talking about? Uh, a $1 tip from Evidence and then a renewal from Bradley, six months. Give him some support chat. Gift button is next to the emote button. Thank you, Bradley. The whole entire planet. Right. I, I'm... Hang, hang with me. Hang with me. Hang with me. I'm telling you that that's not true. There is no whole entire planet. <laughs> but he doesn't say without restriction. He doesn't say that. 
The comma is supposed to be read as without restrictions. It's basic sentence construction. Uh, Sven says, I wouldn't say this doesn't matter, but it's not exactly a deterrent for me playing the game. Maybe he doesn't know. So the guy that's in charge of marketing and publishing the game doesn't know how it works. Like, I would question, in, in, in many respects, I would be more interested to question, like, why people are so instinctive to say, well, this is not a big deal, right? So, let me just, let me just walk you through what's happened with this. When it, when it first emerged that there were boundaries, people immediately said, doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. And then the next thing emerged that the tiles weren't connected. And do you want to know what I saw? I saw people say, that's not true. They did it this morning. That's not true. That's not true. That's not how it works. That's not how it works, man. Does it matter now that you know that it is true? Because a couple hours ago, it was, that's not how it works. When you find out that is how it works, well, it doesn't matter. Don't you see? That's 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 called a goalpost shift. It went from there's that's not true. There's no way that's true. That's not how it works to when you discover that's how it works, well now it doesn't matter. I don't understand why this is such a big deal to you. I've explained it many times. If I'm not going to do this on like a barren planet, right? If I find some barren planet with like rocks on it that's great for I don't know. Or I'm not going to run for 10 minutes and get angry that there's a boundary. I'm not going to try to plot the entire surface of that moon. But if I find a really dope planet, like a Goldilocks planet, I'm going to want to explore every every square inch of that planet. I did this in No Man's Sky. I want to build a, I want to build a base here. I want to find the best possible location and finding out that there really is no planet, right? There is no spoon. There is no moon. There's nothing there. It It's not an actual interconnected planet. It's just random tiles that it generates according to rule sets, meaning I'm not actually exploring the surface of a planet. I'm just continually having some rule set spit out a tile. A $5 tip from Evidence. Create a base close to the end of tile 1. Go to tile 2 right next to tile 1. Will you be able to see your base? No. Uh, nope. Mm-mm. Evidence... I know people are in and out, okay? So I'm happy to repeat myself, but I've repeated this numerous times. There's a guy from Reddit, and he intentionally wanted to test this system. And so he created a cluster of landing zones, and the boundaries did not interact or intersect. There's no sense of like, oh yeah, that over there, that's the other area. He literally tested this. He He's having a good time in the game. He's enjoying Starfield, and he's simply testing how the systems work, and he was like, I made a cluster of landing zones. They don't intersect. They don't interact at all. Like you're saying, if I find a really great spot, and it just so happens to be next to the boundary, it's and, and I go to the next area, it's not there. Like, I won't see it. That's not a game breaker. That doesn't make the game bad. But what I'm saying is, like, that's not what I expected. 
I don't I don't mind loading screens for a game this size. That doesn't bother me. I know I know people are giving Bethesda junk and 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 getting up their nose about the loading screens. I'm like, that's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. I the game's enormous. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it being like, hey, you just came to the end of a tile that's the size of Skyrim. We need to make another one. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with a little loading screen to do that. Like that's okay. <laughs> Xanatos with 13 months. Am I disappointed a little? But honestly, I may have only fully explored one planet. Knowing the tiles are the size of Skyrim, I know I will have plenty. Now, we don't have confirmation they're the size of Skyrim. I am speculating that based on the time that it takes to travel. Yo, Patrick with a gifted member. Thank you so much. Taking us to 68. One away from... Nice. Even just 100 tiles the size of Skyrim or Fallout is unfathomably, unfathomably big. My question is, if they are generated, how interesting can they be? I don't see room for secrets or cool finds. Well, there is handcrafted locations and content. There is. There, there's handcrafted cities and, and spaces. Um, we, we, don't, we don't know the exact total of that. We also know that with the procedural generation there are procedurally generated uh, quests you're going to like find a guy and he's like hey man we need your help and that quest is just going to sort of develop when I heard that I thought that's pretty cool because I'll go on some mission that you'll never go on I think that's pretty dope that's giving me like my own curated unique experience that's pretty dope i think we're going to see more and more technology leverage to give you that experience i don't think this will be the last game to do that i think that's really neat so yes i think the elements of procedural generation that they're leveraging are quite impressive but i think it will be immersive breaking for some of us that had expectations and things that we were planning on doing the the mechanisms in the game i believe are going to uh put a bit of a damper on on some of that yeah yeah no <clears throat> um and we got a gifted member from rob v taking it to 69 members nice <clears throat> I saw a cool looking pebble and I couldn't pick it up scam now listen listen to me listen to me I think it's a fair question to ask why is it capped at 30 FPS on the series X if it is such a contained experience Sven says knowing what you know now are you still going to find enjoyment in the game or is this going to sour what you thought I'll tell you what, Sven. My Alamo is my ship. That's my Alamo. If I can really spend time building the Starship Enterprise, making it big, making it awesome, really making it look like the Enterprise, and if doing that mets out into really cool gameplay like in space and fights or hauling missions or whatever... If, if that's the case, I'll, I think I'll still be able to enjoy so much of the game. 
Like, I actually have really looked forward to that aspect. I'm like, man, I really hope we're hearing from some of the early guys that have their hands on it. They're like, there's almost nothing to do with the ship. And I'm like, I really hope that's just something that's early on in the game. That doesn't that doesn't make any sense. They put a lot of work, as far as I can tell, into the shipbuilding. Two gifted members, one from Rinsler and one from DK Baker. We're sitting at 71 on the day. That's absolutely incredible. A $10 tip from Turbo through Super Chat. It would have been cool... If you approach the edge, a heavy sandstorm, rainstorm, acid storm, a.k.a. very short few distance, is ahead of you, and you make it through, and during that, the next tile loads. Um, I think that would be cool, Turbo, but I... I wonder if that would start to get a little like, yeah, here it comes, here comes the storm. I guess the question would be, how often are you going to manually push against the boundaries so it probably wouldn't happen too much, so then it probably would be a pretty cool thing. It'd be pretty immersive for somebody that has no idea what's going on. Like, imagine somebody who's never watched YouTube or checked out Reddit. They would have no idea what that was. They would just think that's pretty cool, right? Um, uh, Hang on a minute. And then we had a membership renewal from R. David Smith. Thank you so much. Your ship will be four tiles connected to each other. (laughs) The USS Alamo. That's not bad. (laughs) That's not bad. But that is one of the things. I remember my excitement for the game was like, it was good. You know, the Starfield showcase in in 2022, I thought was, was, was good. It had issues. You know, there were performance issues in the actual video that were a little concerning. There were frame issues and things with shadows and stuff that looked a little funny. But then they released that one video where they showed you could populate your ship with a staff online MVP comes in with a 20 bomb and takes us all the way to 91 out of 100 this guy's been dropping bombs he is nipping at Javier Cotto's heels um but when I saw that that video about how like you could populate your ship with different stations and staff at the time I was re-watching Star Trek The Next Generation with my wife and I was like dude that's going to be awesome my excitement for the game kind of went up I was like I just thought you could like customize your ship just to make it look cool but the fact that when you customize your ship the actual internals of the ship are in relation to what you build the cockpit itself changes, right? All the all the instrumentation changes, all the the shape of the ship and where you can go. And I was like, "Bro, that that actually looks really really dope. I I, I want to do that. I want to build the Starship Enterprise." And I remember telling the audience that. I was like, "That's a huge thing that I think would be really really fun to do." So, at one level, I can totally get over being like if I find a Goldilocks planet, the planet's not real. I'm kind of like pulling a slot machine on a brand new tile. Like if I exhaust one tile and I can't find a place to put my outpost, I can just go to another one, pull it down, and get a whole new a whole new tile, right? So if I eat around that, I need the ship to be a really good experience because that's another thing that I was really looking forward to. And I don't think my expectations about the ship are out of line. They've showed 
they've showed extensive customization of the ship they've showed putting staff on your ship they've showed ship combat they've showed missions where you're going to like be hauling and getting stuff and so you want you know, maybe you want to build your ship to be more of a freighter or whatever so I don't think any of my expectations about the ship are out of line I'm a little discouraged that people are saying that the shooting doesn't feel that good it feels very much like a Bethesda game I actually thought the shooting looked much better I thought it looked much better in the uh, in in the footage of the direct I was like oh they've really improved the shooting but multiple people in their feedback have said yeah it, you know it's it, it just kind of feels like a Bethesda game right how about responding, Reforge? Responding to what? I'm, I'm, I'm talking kind of extemporaneously right now in response to what somebody else said. I'm not going to stop what I'm saying. If the tiles were quote-unquote connected, that it wouldn't at all have to be loaded together, which would be loading an entire planet worth of tiles at the same time. Isn't that a bit unrealistic? No, 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 no. I think you're misunderstanding. I'm okay with the next tile being procedurally generated I, I don't have a problem with that but I would like it to be connected to where I just was so think about it like this um, I was once a part of a community uh, on this like t-shirt design um, this t-shirt design uh, place and they would do these cool art challenges where somebody would draw and they would create like a bunch of stuff, right? So you see, oh, this marker's out of frick. Um, hang on a second. I'm gonna literally grab a marker from the dry erase board. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Your favorite Star Trek captain? It's Picard almost tied with Pike. I really like Strange New Worlds. Okay. So I'm just gonna use lines to establish what I'm talking about. So you can't see one tile from another. How would you see it without it being loaded together? Well, essentially what it would do, Karn, is it is, this tile is generating basically a, um, it's it's kind of like a skybox, okay? Around the tile. So you can see out in the distance area, you can see, uh, you know, landscape, okay? So, you can see the area around here, but then it just stops you from going there. So you could see like a valley or a mountain or trees or whatever, okay? So the tile has its own skybox, and even the area around it that you can't go to, it serves as a backdrop. It's not just black, you can see out there. So in my estimation, what it would do is, there would be an area of crossover. And so you see these lines, all right? When it would generate this, and it would generate these lines, these lines would affect that surrounding skybox, right? So it it would it would generate it would basically dictate what's out there. Like imagine you get to the end of a tile and there's water. Okay, well, the game knows, well, there's water at your feet and you can't go any further. It would know in the outer skybox in front of you to make more water. Okay, it's like a lake. So it would know, even though you can't go there, it still created a render distance physical visual of water. What that would mean then is, 
when it goes to make the next area, it already has all the information it needs to generate the next 200 yards that you could see. You can see, let's say, 100 to 200 yards in front of you. Well, it already has that information because it created it. It just isn't letting you go there. So when it goes to generate the next tile, it would have that information. It would say, okay, lake, this is what needs to be generated for the first 200 yards. After that, it doesn't matter because you can't see, right? There's always going to be a draw distance. So that draw distance would dictate like, okay, the, the player's vision went this far and it would like sit you'd go to go and there'd be a little spinner and it would go and it would create it. And guess what? It knows what it created behind you. So you could turn around and you could see the area you just came from. That's not how it works. I'm simply saying that doesn't, what what I'm asking for doesn't necessitate loading the entire planet. Do any other games do what you're suggesting on a scale of a thousand planets? No Man's Sky has 18 quintillion planets and it actually generates the entire planet. No, it doesn't have the RPG depth that this game has, which is why I was totally okay with this game having loading screens. I did not expect this game to create an entire planet and I could just go on it and walk the circumference. That wasn't my expectation. When I initially saw the invisible boundary, I was like, that's not that big of a deal in practice. Then I found out that they're not connected. I found out that it's just a random tile. And I was like, wait a minute, that's not... Again, that's not what I expected. Like, I, again, I think that's fair. I think it's fair to expect interconnectedness of the planet itself. Clickbait hysteria. I think the irony of saying that this is like rage baiting or clickbait or fake outrage is that you guys are the ones that seem hysterical and upset. I've been just calmly explaining the system and why I find it disappointing. I've not said the game's going to be bad. I've not said that this is an ender. This is like a deal breaker. I'm just like, I think this is disappointing. I, I, you know, kind of wanted to explore an entire planet. Not every planet. Goodness gracious. I don't have time for that. You expected them to do everything No Man's Sky plus Fallout? No, you're putting words in my mouth and you're not listening. Now you're arguing in bad faith. I clearly just stated a moment ago, because of the depth of it being an RPG, I was okay with loading screens. Did you hear me say that? If you heard me say that, then why are you repackaging what I said falsely? I clearly stated that I didn't expect it to be like No Man's Sky. Because of the size, scope, and breadth of this game as an RPG... I was okay with loading screens. That doesn't bother me. Your expectations are to do what only one other game has done and more. So I expected an innovative, groundbreaking game. I guess I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have expected this to be unparalleled exploration and freedom like they said. I shouldn't shouldn't have expected that. It's interesting that You guys are passively constantly saying that I shouldn't have believed Bethesda and Xbox. I should have just assumed they were lying to me. You shouldn't have believed them. This isn't going to be a game with unparalleled exploration. There are people acting like this isn't alarming or worrying. It's just another Bethesda game. What? That's not how they promoted it. They didn't promote this like just another Bethesda game. It's supposed to be really innovative. It's supposed to be like a generation-defining game. And now it's like, 
Just another Bethesda game? Bro, is trying really hard to get that clip. I really do feel like some of you are just clip baiting. You're trying very hard to misrepresent my position and, and get me to get either irritated or upset. It's like I'm, I'm having a very calm conversation with you about I feel like my expectations are well in line with what they promoted and what they marketed. I, I, and I'm not hating on the game. $5 from Turbo. Another solution, although cheapish, is large mountains, craters, toxic water edges. Uh, that way it would be easy to make the tiles seem connected. Right, that too, Turbo. Again, that might seem a little inorganic, you know, to like every time you get to the edge of a boundary, there's just happens to be toxic water or something that would feel kind of Truman Show. (laughs) Remember when he tries to get out of town (laughs) and he's like, look at the traffic. Like, you know, it might feel a little inorganic, but, you know, given the size and scope of the game, I, I would have been okay with that. It wouldn't have bothered me. Because again, I, I, I keep coming back to when I saw that initial clip of the barrier, my tweet was, this is not a problem. This is not that big of a deal in practice. It isn't. Because I didn't understand how it worked yet. I was ignorant of the full scope when I said that. I was like, yeah, this is not a big deal in practice. I said, this is part of the problem with the way they marketed it. I'm honestly not doing any of that. I don't upload clips or anything. I'm genuinely find it hard to believe your complaints are good faith. You find it hard to believe my complaints are in good faith after six months of saying, I can't wait to have a Star Trek experience. I can't wait to be Captain Picard. And when I find out that there are no whole planets to explore, they're simply generated tiles, and I say that I'm disappointed in that reality, you don't think that's in good faith. See, this is what happens. You expect me to have your level of excitement and tolerance, and when I don't, you seem you think something is amiss. You think you think something is amiss. I just went back and watched the show open. Do you really think Sony Sony just passed on Starfield? No, I didn't say that. Go back and re-listen on your alt. I didn't say that. I entertained the idea that did Sony dodge a bullet? And I said that I don't think Sony would have accepted this. I think Sony took interest in a much different game. There's there's the possibility that this game went through scope shrinkage because of the Series S. Because what we're looking at are a lot of systems that seem designed around constraints. These systems seem designed around limitations. Is the Series X limited or is it the most powerful console on the market? Are PCs limited? I never said, I never said that they passed on this. I was entertaining the idea that did they dodge another bullet like the Redfall bullet? 15 months from Chris. Using what we know, the best way to explore and look for camp locations is by taking off and landing to make a new instance and repeat. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. It's just easier to go up and come back down. Lono, please read. The reason we didn't see the connection is because we are hundreds of miles away. If we look at the vid, he was like a state away. Compared to a real map, it's pretty far. Okay, 
So then what you're saying is there's just arbitrary spaces between every tile, every landing zone? The guy created a cluster of landing zones and he they were not connected. Bro just said Sony would have ex- wouldn't wouldn't have accepted this. Yes, yeah, Sony saw Starfield and said not on my platform, Lamau Cope. I didn't say that. You guys are so bad at listening because you want to clip so badly. I didn't say that at all. I said that they wouldn't have accepted this. Do you honestly think with the way Sony has been with with their standards with like shutting down factions? Like Bungie looked at factions like we're not doing factions, right? You honestly think Sony would have let a game come out at 30 FPS? I don't think they would have. They're their community wouldn't accept it. Their community has, has been critical of the Final Fantasy 16 performance mode. Well, they let Final Fantasy 16 come out. Well, at least it hits 60 in combat, but the, the audience has been very critical. You honestly think that Sony would have let a game come out capped at 30? You think that? I don't. I don't think they would have accepted that. I think they would have said, no way. Oh, Creature said it. I said it. Sony doesn't let games that fail to meet bare minimum expectations release. Creature says, I said it. When one point he's proven wrong on, he changes points. That's changing goalposts. What point have you proven me wrong on, Karn? Name a single point you've proven me wrong on. You keep complaining about tiles and then say, a better skybox would have been fine. You're changing goalposts? What do you mean I'm changing goalposts? You said that according to my own expectations, they would have had to have generated the entire planet. And I said, no, that's not true. They would have been able to just randomly generate the next tile in relation to what was already created. That's all I said. You are once again misrepresenting what I said. I was pushing back on what you said. You said, well, according to you, they'd have to generate the entire planet. And I'm like, no, they would just generate the next tile in relationship to what they've already created. Now you're claiming I'm moving goalposts. I didn't move any goalposts. I I gave an example of how they could have done it. I'm saying he could have zoomed in a lot more if possible to get closer. It's something we need to test once in hand. But he has tested it. A better skybox isn't connecting the tiles. I didn't say a better skybox. Your failure to understand what I said is not my responsibility. That I didn't say a better skybox. I didn't say that. I said there's an area around the tile that has been created. You don't walk up to the boundary and then see nothing. It's not black. You can look out and see. You can look out and see stuff. It's already there. Like, I gave the example of, like, let's say you walk up and there's water, and then there's more water, but you can't go out there, right? Well, it would just generate the next tile, and it would know, oh, yeah, we need to put water here. I I never said anything about it needing a better skybox. You just misunderstood what I said. 
rewind my guy no i didn't i i feel like you're one of these guys that comes in here in bad faith and wastes my time that's the third time you've restructured and misrepresented what i've said so you're done here because you're just wasting my time i know what you're trying to do you're trying to upset me and get me flustered by making me restate my position over and over again you've done this numerous times today you consistently misrepresent what i've said i never said a better skybox i said the land around you is essentially a skybox and they could use that information to generate the next tile because i was pushing back on your claim that well they'd have to generate the entire planet and i'm like no they wouldn't have to generate the entire planet I'm 100% okay with them procedurally generating the next tile. They could have used the existing information from the, the tile that I'm on, as well as the area around me. I didn't say anything about a better skybox. Flaming Series S, when Sony could have asked for it to be on PS4. Oh, when Sony would have asked for it to be on PS4. Um... Again, it's a hypothetical. I didn't make that really a part of my show open. That's like a minor point. Like, did Sony dodge a bullet? In in my estimation, pure speculation, I don't think Sony would have allowed a 30 FPS game to land on their platform as, as, a, as a timed exclusive. I don't think that they would spend money and marketing and get into a marketing contract to to promote a 30 FPS game. I don't think they would have done that. Why not? Because look at the games they release. They always have performance modes. That's been one of their big pushes. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that's why the performance mode in Final Fantasy 16 is not very good. Because I don't think they initially planned to do it. I think it was a late add. I think that's why it doesn't look, it just doesn't run very well. It runs fine in combat. I think Final Fantasy 16's performance mode was a late add. I think it was a late ad because I think Sony said we, we we will not we don't want games on our platform without performance mode. What you know, can you think of another reason why a game that's talked about flexing the power of the PS5 has a bad performance mode? I don't think they originally planned to do it. This is just speculation in theory. I'm not saying that's what happened. A gifted member from Outsider, thank you so much. Taking us to 92. I think, I think the, this is why Outsider with 14 months in a VIP will Starfield on Xbox Game Pass for PC be 60 FPS or is the Steam version only 60? It will not be 60 FPS on console. It's capped at 30. This was announced long ago. Uh, after the day, uh, the day after the direct, they were doing an IGN interview. Uh, 10 spot from James Baker. Kind of still innovating, but disappointing, uh, but still getting. Xbox S was the only reason that they're sticking with 30. Thank you, James Baker, for the 10 spot. Did Forspoken have a performance mode? Yes, it did. If you don't believe him, look at Ghostwire and Deathloop. They both have performance uh, modes. They both have the options, right. Spider-Man was 30 FPS locked, no. On the PS4? (laughs) We're talking about the PS5. All of their games have gotten updates to do 60 FPS. Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War Ragnarok, Spider-Man, Ghost of Tsushima, Death Stranding. Are you catching a theme here? If it's a game associated with their brand, it gets 60 FPS on the PS5. 
you're running to PS4 to prove your case. That's not a very strong argument. You understand you're going to the old gen, right? You're, you're saying you're kicking the ball in your own goal by running to the PlayStation 4 to make your case. You understand the point that you're making? Are, are you catching what you're saying? <laughs> but the games, there were 30 FPS games on a PS4. Did you hear what you just said? Did, 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 you, hear, did you hear what you just said? Because that, that's the... <laughs> We're entertaining the idea that my, my personal theory, what I think happened with Final Fantasy is, I think Square Enix had no plans to do a performance mode. Go to the options in that game. I don't think they had any plan to do a performance mode. Do you want to know why? They didn't even let you turn off motion blur when the game launched. They didn't even let you turn off motion blur. I think Square Enix had no plans to do a performance mode. I think PlayStation said, no, we want a performance mode. That game needs a 60 FPS mode. Come on, what are you doing? And that's why it is super inconsistent and not even built in a sensible way. It's like they only focused on combat. When you're in town, it's terrible. Final Fantasy 16, when you're in a town or where you're exploring, it's awful. It's like it's like jittery. It's like because you're you know you're 60 FPS in combat. Sony has no parity for PS4 and PS5. Yeah, there's no parity clause. They're 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 and they're leaving behind PS4 this year. Like Spider-Man is the the turning page. Like Spider-Man's the beginning. Like no more cross-gen for first-party titles. They'll still allow third-party to do cross-gen, right? Especially if they're you know like an indie title or something. <clears throat> yeah, there's literal there's literally a game coming out like like a Naruto game where that you can disable crossplay with the Series S so that the Series X can stay at 60 FPS. Wait, why did Eurogamer just 2 days away from Starfield's review embargo, Eurogamer is still to receive a copy of the game from Bethesda. I, I, I told you guys when the review codes went out, I said, if it hits outlets like Eurogamer and we thought ACG got a code, now we're learning ACG did not get a code and Eurogamer has still not received a code. they're controlling who got codes they're controlling outlets who got codes I literally listed Eurogamer in my video I say yeah if Eurogamer gets one you know if if, if more neutral outlets get codes yeah, I feel pretty good creature I need the uh, the member's thumbnail Access to the game appears to have been heavily restricted in the UK, where Bethesda has also not provided copies of Starfield to other websites and YouTube channels owned by Eurogamer parent company ReadPop. Meanwhile, some other UK outlets have been provided with access through Bethesda's US, uh, US arm. That seems very strange.
My yeah, my my last thing that I'm holding on to. The last thing that I'm holding on to is that Digital Foundry got a code. Got a code. Yeah, Skillup didn't get a code either. Yeah, ACG didn't get a code. Skillup didn't get a code. And now we're learning that Eurogamer didn't get a code. Bonwave saying he doesn't have one. Wait, what? Wait a minute. The the day we talked about this, I was told that Spawnwave and ACG got codes. And I was like, those guys are pretty neutral. And now you're telling me that they didn't get one? So Digital Foundry is the only neutral outlet that got a code? Come on. Uh, Digital Foundry is like our last saving... Bastion. Digital Foundry got a late code review delayed. Wait, 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 wait. Hadigan, where did you see that? I didn't expect Dreamcast guy to get a code. He was bashing the game during the Starfield Direct. Do we have confirmation that Digital Foundry got the code late and that their review is delayed? Where did you see that? Is that true or are you just saying that? Reed Pop owns VG247. Yeah, well. VG247 had an editor at Gamescom talking to people who were saying that they despise the Series S. Joker Quinn pushing us one step closer to 100 members at 93 and then a renewal from Hitman 23 months. Lona, would you rather have 10 or so handcrafted planets with maybe a handful of randomly generated planets instead of pushing 1,000? I don't know. I didn't I don't I don't care about handcrafted versus procedural. The procedural thing never bothered me. Their review is not delayed. Okay. Doesn't Eurogamer own Digital Foundry? Oh, right here in the Eurogamer article. Lastly, a note on Digital Foundry. You should expect to see relatively prompt coverage of the game by Rich and his team after a separate delivery of Starfield codes was provided to them. However, this was provided alongside instruction to me by Bethesda that no other parts of Eurogamer were granted access. This was an unprecedented request, but one I ultimately felt compelled to honor to ensure the access granted to Digital Foundry was not subsequently impacted by any other mandate. Creature said it yesterday, man. This thing's not passing the smell test, bro. This thing's not passing the smell test, bro. Like, what the frick? Jake, why do you keep saying good? Why do you think it's good that they're making unprecedented requests and controlling who can play and review the game? Why do you think that's good? I need you to explain to me why you're celebrating that. Why? I, I don't understand that at all. It, like I said, when the review codes were going out, what did I say? The more people that get their hands on this, the better. If neutral outlets get their hands on this, better. I listed PC Gamer. I listed Eurogamer. I talked about Digital Foundry. You guys came to me and said, oh, ACG got one. Spawnwave got one. Come to find out they didn't. And then Digital Foundry got one under the very strict, unprecedented instructions that nobody else at Eurogamer is allowed to touch it. 
That's very strange. That outlet's very one-sided. Give me a freaking break. Let me guess. Anybody who's critical of Microsoft is is one-sided. That's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. If people say something you don't like, they're one-sided. Like, I've learned how this works, man. Trust me. I'm labeled something that I'm not because people don't like what I say. That's the rules of engagement. You read some article and you're like, I didn't like what they said about Xbox or I didn't like what they said about an Xbox title. And so now they're one-sided and you're like, I'm glad they didn't get a code. I'm glad that less people are going to learn about this game from from a variety of sources. You're literally celebrating a more narrow uh, representation of the game. That's suspect, man. That's suspect. I'm really looking to... um, I'm really looking forward to Spider-Man 2. Really looking forward to Spider-Man 2. Right? Really looking forward to it. And I don't care who gets a review copy of that. Do you want to know why? It doesn't matter to me if outlets that are slanted against PlayStation get get their hands on it because they won't have any effect on the game. You understand? I'm not concerned one iota if they send a code for Spider-Man 2 to Xbox era. That doesn't bother me. Those guys gave, gave Redfall a good score. That doesn't bother me at all. Doesn't bother me in the least. You want to know why? It has no bearing on the game. It doesn't. They could give it a lower score. They they could they could intentionally kind of pull it down a few pegs just because it's PlayStation. That doesn't mean jack squat to me. Doesn't mean jack squat to me. I'm I'm not like trying to protect a game I'm looking forward to like Spider-Man 2. I'm not like protecting it from like the big bad boogeyman of a slanted outlet. There, there, there's no threat to a good game, right? If, if, if it's a good game, there's no, there shouldn't be any worry, bro. And what are you worried about? Why would you want to limit the number of people that get to talk about, play the game, and see the game? They gave Redfall a low score. Stop it. You sure about that? You sure about that? You sure? Here's the Redfall review from Xbox Era. Should we scroll all the way down here? You call this a low score? Let's see here. What did they conclude? An 8.5. You think that's a low score, huh? Redfall is fantastic in most ways. A few baffling design decisions around co-op and implementation and some frustrating technical issues. It's fun as hell solo and ridiculously so in co-op. With little post-launch support, it's going to become something special. This may end up being Arcane's worst reviewed title ever, but it's going to be their most successful. Yeah, an 8.5. That's such a low score, man. Woo! They really pulled it down. Wow. Nice. What a low score. can't believe they pulled the score down so low that's crazy eight and a half eight and a half do you want to know what i don't care about i don't care if xbox error reviews spider-man 2 i don't doesn't matter to me 
it's no threat to Spider-Man 2. I'm looking forward to Spider-Man 2. And if they give Spider-Man 2 like a 7, who cares? You read it, you read it in context, you say, well, you know, they lean Xbox. They're going to be more critical of PlayStation titles. No big deal. What did everybody else say? I don't care what the game is. Give as many outlets of code as possible. What are you scared of? Right? What are you scared of? What are you worried about? There's no concern here. Listen, we got to go in like three minutes. If we get seven more members, I will owe you 20 members. I have an Armored Core easy mode video that we're going to go to. It's a premiere where I interact with the community and people saying there should be an easy mode. If you're watching on Kick, head on over to YouTube. So we're going to go over there in just a moment, and I'm going to owe you guys members. I always gift the members during the premiere, right? I always gift the members during the premiere. It gives you the maximum amount of time to hit the, 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 the member goal of the day. We're getting ready to head over to Armored Core 6. Does it need an easy mode? People are calling for one. People are pretty irritated. Um, And I think the whole thing is, you know, kind of ridiculous. So I interact with what people said. All right. We're going to go there in like two minutes. Great show. Thank you, Whiskey Neat. Eurogamer isn't one of those. They're very level-headed. Abe, come on. Jake, let me ask you something. You understand that the guy from Digital Foundry writes reviews and articles for Eurogamer. You you know that, right? Richard Richard Ledbetter? I believe that's his name. Rich? He literally writes for Eurogamer. Are you not? Digital Foundry's getting a code, and, and Rich is going to be a part of that. What's the problem with Digital Foundry? What's the what's the problem with Eurogamer getting a code then? I don't understand. Eurogamer doesn't even score games. What? You mean they don't do scores? They just do reviews like they don't do like a final score or whatever? Read Pop as what Eugene is saying. Read Pop literally runs packs and they didn't get a code. Good, good. I'm glad they didn't. Ledbetter's a founder. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) You're acting like, oh yeah, it's totally fine that Eurogamer got an unprecedented request to limit who got to play the game. You think that's totally fine. That, you don't think that's a sign of problems. You don't think it's a sign of problem that the company that runs PAX didn't get a code. Well, yeah, they're really slanted. They're real slanted organization. What? We made it all stream without getting into crazy town, and we just went to crazy town. All right, we got to get out of here. I'm going to put a link in chat. If you guys gift the remaining seven members over there in the premiere, I'm going to owe you 20 Let's go over. I'll gift 10. We'll see if you guys want to do the remaining seven. All right. I'm going to redirect you, but I'm also going to put a link in chat. Now, when you go over there, it's going to tell you that the video is going to start in five minutes. That's not true. All right. 
I'm going to I'm going to push it live as soon as we all get over there, okay? So click the link in chat. Do me a favor before you leave this video, take a second to smash the like button. We have almost 900 likes. I guarantee you that there's 100 of you who haven't pushed like yet. Smash that like button, get us close to 1000 likes. If you're watching the past broadcast, you're the absolute best. I'm going to send you guys over there right now and I'll be over there in the chat talking with you and then we're going to do a members only debrief after. It's a great day. Great day to become a member. There'll be plenty to discuss after the armored core easy mode video as well as everything we just talked about so i'll see you over there click the link and let's head over